Welcome back to another, another exciting episode of Lost Lieutenant. I am your host, Kevin, and on tonight's show we are joined by... Jacob and, and John. John! Welcome back, guys. Happy New Year. It's been a few weeks in between recording. Apologies to everyone for that. But uh, we're here now. We're back at John's because it's got the AC that works. Yes, even <laughs> though it is evaporative and it is very humid, so it is sort of working, but it's doing okay. It's so much far. better than if, it, if we were recording at my house. So, uh, but yeah, Jacob, we haven't seen you in a little while. Have you been? Have you been well, mate? Yeah, been a, been alright. Excellent, excellent news. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, on tonight's episode, on tonight's episode, we're going to be recapping uh, the recent uh, satellite tournament that happened in uh, Canberra over the weekend, CanCon, uh, where I wasn't at, but these two gentlemen, fine gentlemen here, were. Uh, we tried to bring the, the the Lord of War on, but he is crook after uh, suffering five five games at, uh, at CanCon, and um, he needs some time, time to recover. And man, did it sound like he suffered after each game. Yeah, yeah. Every, every after every every game, I'm cooked. He's cooked. I'm cooked. Well, that's Julian. That, yeah, that's what he does. We we can we can we can dive into that uh, very shortly. <clears throat> Excuse me, very shortly. But first up, we'll uh, we'll do a bit of a. Recap over the last month, uh, what's been happening in the Infinity Verse, what's been happening with us a little bit, and uh, yeah, we'll jump right into it. So February releases, guys, yes, has, are, are out, or well, not out, but they're up for pre-order. I think there's there's a few things in there that are kind of interesting. There's not a lot. It's a little there, bit light. Really. Yeah, there's, there's not a lot there. Yeah, the the it was an interesting choice to bring out the HVTs, like. Yeah, I mean, the RPG characters. I mean, oh, sorry, can, RPG characters, yeah. yes, you're right. Well, yeah, technically they're RPG characters. Of course, you can use them as HVTs because that's what we're all going to do unless we're playing the RPG. And even if you are playing the RPG, you'll still use them as HVTs, probably. That's right, yeah. So uh, they're they're uh, they're pretty good. I quite I quite like them. I all like, of them, I like all of them except the uh, the little Eugene lady. Um, her poses are just a little bit weird to me. She, she's, the, she's the orange one, right? As in all the Yuching things are, right? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she's she's interesting. I, I like how they went with different poses. They could have just all stood them up like standing, but she's just kind of like doing the, I don't know. She's like running or dancing or something. I don't know. She's she's, she's like she's like she's like doing a turn sort of and a run. She's running away. So yeah, yeah she's being she's being a, an, an RPG character. Um, but yeah, no, I think that I dig them all. I think I'm gonna pick them up at least as if just to practice painting. With, yeah, I will 100 pick them. Up. Yeah, they look they look real nice. Um, and of course, we've had um, the new Intel spec ops for Ariadna, which I think everyone can agree on is pretty mint. Um, again, I think even if you don't play Ariadna, you might be picking that one up. Oh, it's a great it's a great model. I mean, yeah. that's that's true. I I don't play Ariadna, and I kind of want to pick it up. It's a I reckon probably the nicest model in that release. I think if I feel like Jacob's like he's looking through his phone to like just check what it looks like so he can confirm what he's just said. <laughs> he's like, wait, is it? Is it? Wait, that wait, one? do is I that? like this model? Is it? <laughs> just we were wanna... discussing on the way in the car and the car on the way down actually because you were like, uh, I think you nearly picked up Pavel or something like that at CanCon, but mm. you didn't. Um, and I was like, well, she'd actually probably make a decent Pavel in that like she just looks kind of badass and has a knife. I didn't think about that until you just mentioned it, and you are absolutely correct. Yeah, that's like, probably she'd make. Well, I mean, she'd make a almost good anything in, in, in yeah, our any 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 miniature you don't like in the range. Havelina, submit her. Yeah, there you go. That's it. 
Um, and then lastly, one well, that lastly, there was a, I think it might be another release. I can't. It was the Umbra, Umbra box. Oh, the Umbra repack. Yep, and nice to see them reducing skews. Um, I mean, I've always liked the Umbra, but it's obviously. Not Which new. three is it again? It's like the boarding. It's the, the it's it's the... all it's the Samaritan, the boarding Legit. shotgun ha- hacker, and the um, one with the Spitfire. So they don't have the one that comes in the starter box. Yeah, just the three right. that were available as blisters yep. previously. Yeah, okay, okay, fair enough. And then we have uh, the release of a nice uh, uh, Rama release. The which only is, which is actually cool. new Infinity model this month. Yeah, yeah, is the is the Mukhtar, and what a what a model to come out with. In February, yeah, the, the breakdancing Mukhtar. Like what the fuck, CB? Jesus! Like I've just like I'm, I'm Hackerslam. I love Hackerslam. I'm going back into Hackerslam, and I mean, I, I was thinking about it today. Is like when they released Third Offensive, not Third Offensive, whatever the one is was when Rama came out. Yep. Like the yep. the video had a picture of that Mukhtar with the boarding shock on. Everyone was like, "Wow, it looks so cool! Look at that mask!" And then they just give yeah, like you say, breakdancing. I'm gonna heal the ground. Pause. Um, which Carlos did call out in the case. Yeah, I was, yeah, I, was, I, was, yeah. I, was, I was about to say that they are aware of what the model looks like. Yeah, I mean they are, they are, they are aware of that, which is which is good. Um, but uh, why why did they release that particular model when you know there are things that people actually use more regularly, like the MSV two, the Red, Red Fury, Fury which. You know why is that not the first off the rank, I mean, I cap of the rank? You know, I don't mind that they released the the, the paramedic doctor. Doctor, yes, yes, sorry, yes. excuse me. We are not. Para- it's got a paramedic there's, gun. There's one paramedic yeah. in all Hagazan, um, and she's but, the yeah. Maggie ta- Maggie yes. pilot. Yeah, but anyway, um, <laughs> you know, I don't mind that so much. It's the pose that gets me. Mm, um, yeah, and it's not the, the the shooting the paramedic gun into the ground, which is yes, it's silly. But that's just the you know, if you're doing something with your other arm, you've got to put your one arm, you know, the second arm somewhere. It's into the ground, fine. It's the the fact that it's kind of straight out mm. behind to the side of him. Yeah. You know, so any of those kind of poses are just terrible for putting your models into your case. If you don't yeah. have a thing like you've you know, you have the the little thing with the magnetic well the, the mm. metal trays mm. and yeah. yeah, you put the magnets on the inside of the base, that's great. But for most of the rest of us mortals that use foam cases, it's just terrible. Yeah. I, I no. got I got my I got a similar one to Kev. Uh yeah, no, mm. uh, sorry, carry on. I was uh, lit- literally for the sake of some models are just awkward and i wanted to make sure that i didn't have any trouble or like if i painted them up they didn't get um scratched or anything like that but let me let me ask ask you one thing if they if they instead of having the paramedic gun had his had him having his hand out as though like he's crouching and stopping himself from sliding backwards yeah would that excuse the sort of awkward or like awkward pose i think it would make more sense because like they are I don't know, like the rapid response, or whatever they called, like six two move, maybe. But then you yeah. wouldn't know he was a doctor. Yeah, but, <laughs> although the boarding shotguns are also the, the, yeah, the doctor. I think the pretty much the only models that I recall CB ever doing with just a plain hand out are mm. hackers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't recall any other model where there's just a, a hand just to the side or something. You know, there's either a hand's either on a gun or on a sword or on something mm. I'm, I'm trying to think off the top of my head i mean i will probably get comments saying yeah there's eight million of them but i'm just thinking off the top of my head i can't think of many other models where both hands on on something yeah unless it's a hacker it's like a hacker or it's like a line tripper like um dude you know who maybe is just standing like mm. 
like at ease kind of thing maybe the only one i can think of right now is the mobile brigada with the um heavy rocket or missile launcher she's got but it's balled up in a fist and like sort of well that's like that's like the new orc who's got that same like you know like and they thinking about it now the the keisotsu missile launcher from the the old keisotsu missile launcher oh yeah yeah yeah. um, also has a hand to the side but in general they don't tend to do many like one-handed yeah profile yeah sculpt it's kind of like I guess it's like it could be a repeat of the specular, like we discussed in some previous episodes, where I've got the specular and I actually think it looks all right. I quite like the pull. Well, I don't. I don't it, it's I don't, certainly better in person than yeah the, uh, the photos. That's right. So we haven't got the Mukhtar on our hands. So maybe when you look at it in three D, you're like, oh, that's all. That's not too bad. It's not yeah. too janky. But but like, but I guess the bigger question is well, not bigger question is, but why did they release a blister of a Mukhtar when they did this? Sorry, I'm talking like a robot, but. When for the Nahab, they just released all three profiles in a box. Boom, there you go. Those are the ones you need. Next. They released a fucking blister. Like, I hope that they take the other three or four profiles and put them in a box. Yes, that's right. And release that as a, as a, as a thing. And then, and then it's all done. You know, so you, you know, so you don't have to buy four different models or something and, you know, like that. You know, they're talking about reducing skews. Mm. You know, releasing a single model for something that has five different profiles just doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, it, it doesn't. I mean, I I can understand like like you know they were if they they don't want to put five models in a box, they might just want to put three in a, in a box. And that, that's then, fine. Then then sure. Then but they maybe start with a box and then release the blisters yes. after or something like that. Yeah, and like there's the forward observer profile and um, with a hack, hacker. Yes, there's profile. an assault hacker profile. Yeah, so you can probably observer. combine those into can, one sculpt. Yep, you can combine and, those, and yeah. then all you've got then is a viral rifle. This is like Harris profile. I guess you could probably release one separate for that to distinguish between the rifle light shotgun and the viral rifle because yep. there's no light shotgun on that one. And then, of course, the MSV2 Red Fury. Which is just a... I mean, why would you not just take that one? You know, I think time? I think a lot of people run the MSV2 Red Fury, the Harris profile, and the Doctor. Release those as a three-person as a three person box set and then make the... Uh, make the, the Ford Observer, uh, hacker, Ford Observer as hacker as the blister. And then yep. if you want to do what you did with the Moang, like change their arm over so that it looks like he's got jazz hands or a hacking device or <laughs> or something you know i mean that's one thing i'd love them to do more i kind of understand why they don't mm. but i would love them to do like extra extra weapon sprues like they do for the spec ops or yep. you know just just you know give you a, an option in a in a bl- even an option in a blister so that you've got the option to make it one thing or the other if you want both you just buy two blisters but it's only one skew for a yeah, carry. yeah. I, mean, I understand that's not what they do. They're not Games Workshop. They can't. Yeah. They don't just do that. But like you say, what they did for the Moang, or just like releasing an extra arm, or even a, a weapon option, would be would go some way into reducing skew count. So I think that was pretty much the releases. We had a little bit of a Defiance update as well. Yes, the last day or two, it, um, saying that they were much further along in manufacture than at least I expected. Mm. Um, so the the core miniatures are pretty much completely. Um, manufactured at this point um and the expansion the miniatures i think they're saying they're 20 percent manufactured yeah um, and a lot of the the other stuff was getting you know well on the way to completion which is great i mean you know i i come from the land of kickstarter where you know we're what three months after the uh, end of the the actual campaign now three months after the end of the campaign you're lucky if you've even had like one update and cb have been doing regular updates they've been obviously doing doing great stuff behind the scenes so yeah that that's awesome and it bodes really well for a release um you know later in the year pretty much on track to what they were hoping yeah there was a, a question and we'll get into the i guess the video that 
Carlos did for Cancom, but there was a question about like where's the pledge manager, and they're like, yes. Um, well, the, that's the, this update. Um, <laughs> I'm just reading the update now. They're saying oh, yeah. that um, because they're not using Backer Kit or the other <clears throat> pledge managers that are around that you see for a lot of other Kickstarter things, um, they're doing their own in house. So they said they wanted just a few extra days just to make sure that was working the way it should. Um, and so hopefully it'll be early next week. I guess the last thing to discuss before we get into the meat of the episode is the FAQ that came out. And that just came out like a few days before CanCon. It did. Did that, mm. get, did that have any any effect on any of your games? Not not mine, certainly. Not no. mine. Not mine either. I don't think I ever played anything that was really uh, covered in it. Like the, the, um, any, I didn't play any Shaz or anything like that. It was fairly low impact, I think, uh, yeah. overall as far as sort of rules go um a couple of things that i guess i picked up on when i wasn't playing games but i did sort of read through and go oh i wonder if that'll be a a problem was the uh hvt's now block movement again so i, th- I think at one point they did because i remember Novacore Novacore last year now they did block movement because you could put them in front of armories and be dicks and i think yep. they changed it or i can't remember if they changed it or we just stopped decided to stop being dicks in our area <laughs> or we just didn't play armory missions so we weren't really getting that kind of thing i think the i think the change came in when we had the um the xenotech because the xenotech was also a neutral civilian yeah yeah because i remember at Novacore you could use your xenotech and your hvt to block the doors of the armory yeah and then they changed to they don't do anything they don't They're do anything pretty much not there. and now they've like changed it again to that they now block movement they said on yes. block line site you can still put a template down on them and everything and they don't no one gives a shit yep but they now block movement which means you can still block armory doors with them you can still block armory doors with them and um something that it didn't come up in our game last night john but i did afterwards i was thinking about it, i was like oh i'm glad i didn't like have a 40 mil like a, a like a remote because where i put it was like in between two crates and if you had you wouldn't i wouldn't have been able to move a remote <laughs> that's there, right yeah uh, because of because of my own hvt and i was like oh well, that would have been dumb um so that's one change and the other change was relating to seed embryo state and what is open and per or well, not open and private information, but what is what is what is open open information on a seed embryo? What, what skills it actually the seed embryo actually has? Yeah. So the the big reason this comes up is one of the seed embryos is a forward observer. Seed or, soldiers. So uh, sorry, yes. Yeah, so one of the seed soldiers is and also, a uh, yeah, and, a, and a Cadmus is a hacker. Yeah, and so. As a seed soldier, do they get the forward observer um, part of their profile? Therefore, you can make that seed embryo a liaison officer. Um, and for the sake of uh, the cannabis, when it lands as or when it deploys as a um, a seed embryo, is it hackable for the sake of uh, yeah. for the fact that it's a hacker? Yeah. So the the FEQ ruled that uh, no, that information is not on the seed embryo. Uh, profile. The seed embryo profile just has the chest mines, limited camo for deployment level two sort Standard of thing. to everything. Yeah. So every every one of the seed embryos is the same until it is no longer a seed embryo, until it, when it turns into a seed soldier. So the implications of that is, yes, A, your Camus killer hacker is not hackable until he is Camus. And uh, it seems to be then that you cannot make your seed soldier forward observer your liaison officer. Yes. Which just is just another reason why I don't like freaking liaison officer. No, liaison officer. I just, I think it's, 
Like I'd go as I like after playing a few games, I I go in as as so far as say I think it's worse than Xenotech. Oh, I'm um, not sure about that, Kev. I'm it's sure or it's that. a similar feeling of like, oh god, I've got to have one of these guys. Like, oh, I mean, at least you know, at least you want to take a forward observer a lot of the time. Not you... all the time, but yeah, I mean, like more often than I want to have a Xenotech running around with me. <laughs> yeah, but, exactly. I mean, at least the Xenotech, you just had to like attach him to a, a regular mook. You know, whereas this now you have to be like, well, I have to make him a forward observer, and now I have to like keep him alive, and he has to pass a whip check, and yeah, like you, yeah, like it's it's yeah. for for the for that it's just, it's a bit harder to be cute with it now because now the seed soldier forward observer is like out, and if you want to have something out out of the deployment zone, it now has to be pretty much your shrouded forward observer, which you're not taking because you're taking the killer hacker. <laughs> yeah. so, you, also, you also wouldn't make you also wouldn't make the shrouded your liaison officer because then you can't camo. You can. You can be in you can be in a camo state. Cam- as you a can be a marker. Yeah. You be a marker, you just can't be off the table. So you yeah. I like oh, my okay. my in for like example where you have in, to be a, in Toha, I have a Clipsos forward observer. Um that I would have to deploy as a TO marker if I wanted to make it my liaison officer. Which yeah. I probably would because while I do sometimes use the Sucky or K1 combi forward observer dude, um, I'm more likely to take the Clipsos. Yeah. I play, that just shows I play of too much. I have too many nice, like, easy scrub options of a Mark V forward observer. Just there you go, done. Too many easy scrub options of post humans. Right, Who would have thought is- it? This is a this is a bit of a side tangent, and I don't, I don't I'm not going to take this off here because I'm going to challenge John right now on our game last night. Was that Suki? Not Suki. I killed him. He was a K1 combi. He, he was. He, he was a forward observer. Yes. As well. Yes. That other thing I killed was that not chain of command. Oh, it could have been actually. Ah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because I thought I just killed the chain of command. I didn't realize that Sukiel. <laughs> sorry, sorry, listeners, we're we're going off tangent. I just had to to call it to 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 bail uh, John up for cheating in our game last night. We played firefight and he ended up winning four three. But we when we counted up specialists, he killed one of my specialists, which was a paramedic, and I killed one of his specialists, which I thought was the chain of command. Kaltar, uh, yeah. but it turns out it was the chain of command Kaltar yeah, we, we and forgot the Sukiel forward yes, observer. We did. we did. So I would have gotten an extra point on that one. So it would be a draw. He would. Oh well, there you go. Fortunately, anyway. we were not playing for sheep stations. No, no, we weren't. But <laughs> it was a fun game. Anyway. It was a good game. Yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry. Moving on. Uh, that was that was pretty much the FEQ talk that I wanted to get into. So um, can, I just on the last oh, thing on that, I yeah, would just yeah. like to say that I I don't like the fact that HVTs... Oh, no, I don't mind the fact that HVTs block movement. I don't like the fact that um, you can block armory doors with them. No. I feel like that... Um, that That's is a bit a, gamey. It's, I mean, you know, I feel like they should put in the actual armory mission, it is not allowed to place your HVT um, yeah. you know, just blocking, inside the, blocking the door. Or just, just, well, no, it doesn't matter about inside the armory. You can put it literally right outside the door. Yeah, and you mm. can't get in. Yeah. I think yeah, but the, um, yeah, I don't know how they could police that because there are some there are some funny things you could do with your HVT, like because it blocks movement. Like obviously, like um, if you know your opponent has, I don't know, a tag or a motorcycle, you can just like plonk your HVT down in an area where you right know in the middle it, of it, yeah, where it won't be able to get through. I guess you could also put it on a on a corner where someone. It could also screw you up just as much as it screws up your opponent. Like you put them on a corner, and then now you can't claim cover. That's right. You can't yeah, you got to you got to come all the way around, leaving cover. So that would that would kind of suck. Um, 
So I guess it, I don't know. I guess that kind of adds a little bit more thought to because I mean, normally I don't know about you guys. When I put an HVT down, I'm like, I don't really care where this goes. Yeah, pretty much. Like, like some people, <laughs> like some. I always see some people always put it on a flank, like always put it on like almost right next to the side. And I was like, oh well, good job. I, I don't have any like AD, AD. trips, you know. <laughs> I, I, I sometimes I sometimes consider not putting it near somewhere that my opponent can very easily sit within eight of it. Yeah. So sometimes I put it out in the open, so it's a lot harder to do that. I don't put yeah. it like against walls that are long and i have to spend a ton of orders getting around to kill something mm-hmm. but yeah most of the t- most of the time i definitely don't consider putting it somewhere where i can easily go up to it civvy vac it and then run it out of objectives yeah stuff. there are some people who do that and i i haven't uh, haven't met one yet um i mean at the end of the day generally your, your mm-hmm. hvt is worth one maximum two points depending on mm-hmm. how many classifieds you've got you know so I would much rather spend that time and orders going and doing the regular mission, yeah, than worrying about what I have to do with my HVT. Okay, yes, doing the your, your classifieds against their HVT can be the difference between a win and a loss if you've got the uh, one one point. But you know, worrying about what they're going to do with my HVT, most yeah. of the time I don't really care. Most of the time it doesn't it doesn't really come up. And if and, and, and fun fact out kids here or fun fact kids out there. It's the first model you're supposed to put down. And I know everyone knows this rule, but no one really ever remembers it. And also, technically, it is not meant to be touching any terrain. All right. So, with that out of the way, that fun stuff. CanCon. I guess we'll move into CanCon. So, this year's CanCon, we had... 62 players? 62. So, unfortunately, a bit of a drop in last year's. We had 69 last year. We were hoping for, like... Well, we're hoping for like 100, I think, this year. Well, I think we initially had over 85 tickets sold. Um, and then I think with everything that happened in Canberra and New South Wales with the bushfires and the fact that Canberra basically seemed to be some sort of Mad Max post-apocalyptic hellhole for... It almost about- turned into it. There was a fire for people who aren't in Australia. There was a fire two days before Canberra uh, oh, yeah. started at, <laughs> at the, the airport. Next to the airport, yeah. And so for most people who don't know... Uh, what Canberra looks like, the airport's maybe 10Ks out of the main city. Yeah, yeah maybe. It's so it's about city, probably yeah. about 20 kilometers as the crow flies to where CanCon's actually held. Yeah, and there was a there was a the good little video of the circulating uh, the socials about of a guy who's like working at the airport, literally videoing the fire next the, to the runway. Next, he's like, hmm. And there was quite a few people that like uh, had delayed flights or cancelled flights, and yeah, like I was actually last minute thinking about coming over, and I was like, oh, not anymore. <laughs> I will. I don't want to drive. I'm not going to fly now. So, but thankfully, it looks like they they got it under control. Yes. On but the I mean, you know, Friday for the for the Thursday. sort of not necessarily the week before CanCon, but for the sort of probably about the month before that. So, some for five from five weeks to a week before CanCon, the air quality in Canberra was to put not too fine a point on it awful you know the um the air quality index numbers that everybody in australia at this point has been probably looking at for mm. the last um you know two months and nobody 500. else nobody else in the world really cares um but you know while they say that sort of 20 is not a bad number 80 is not great for sensitive groups anything mm. over 150 is potentially hazardous canberra has for quite a while was for over a thousand 
Yeah. To put that in perspective, that's approximately eight times worse than Beijing or Shanghai or Paris or New York. We, or were, any of these big... the, we were topping the world in shitty air quality <laughs> yeah, for so, quite a while. Yeah, I, I was legitimately concerned that CanCon wouldn't go ahead mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the so air was quality was just so bad that it, you know people just you know it wouldn't be able to function properly. And I think that played in to a lot of people's possibly decisions to not go to CanCon. Yeah, CanCon's known for being five games in a sweaty shed. People did not want to have to like add crappy air quality on top of that. And also road closures, flight closures, like general just chaos. So, But it sounded like it, it, it didn't, um, didn't... That didn't really transpire on the weekend. Merci- no. Mercifully, the, the, it was actually just like my last CanCon... I found it actually pretty cool, uh, especially in, where we in were. Temperature. It's in, in, inside CanCon. Yeah. Yeah, where we were this year, definitely. Last year, yeah. I could not agree that it was it was very hot last year. But yeah, uh, this year, because we were in a different pavilion this year, we were back in the Budawang Pavilion. Um, I last year was my first CanCon, so I don't know what it was like playing Infinity in the other pavilion previously. But from what I've been told, you know, this is back where we used to be, um, and it was certainly. The air conditioning certainly seemed to be working a lot better mm. than the aircon in F Pavilion did last year. Yeah. So yeah. So I guess for those who don't know, like CanCon is a multi-system convention. CanCon, Canberra convention, yes. or whatever. Uh, so there's a bunch of other things there, like 40k, Age of Sigmar, Bolt Action, Flames of War, shitloads of board games, and obviously heaps of vendors. So. Who were we sharing the uh, shed or pavilion with this year? So we were right in the corner of the the B pavilion. So Mm -hmm. basically, as you go into Epic, sort of the first building you see, we were like right in that corner. Um, And then so behind us, so as towards the where the vendors are in that pavilion, was War Machine. Okay. And then a bit further past that, I think, was Bolt Action. Right. Um, But then over the other side... To our left. Yeah, was the myriad of tables for Age of Sigmar. Wow. And how many players did they have? I'm not sure how many they ended up with, but I'm pretty sure they sold 220 tickets. Yeah. They, I took a look because I wanted, I wanted to see uh, the rules they had for that tournament. Their cap is 250 players. 250 players. That's insane. Say what you like about Games Workshop games and whatever, they, but they the community turns out for CanCon. Yeah. I, we can only hope that Infinity one day is that big. Yeah, I mean, like, we had really high hopes going in. Well, I mean, I, I'm sorry, not to take any away from the Infinity uh, tournament. I think it was, by all accounts, it was very well run, and it was uh, we had we had a good turnout, even with the dropouts that we had from the from the smoke. But, um, yeah, 250 is crazy, crazy, crazy numbers, and it's it's awesome. It's all, it's awesome. Like, I, I like to say, I, I'm, a, I'm a fantasy uh, refugee, and uh, I was, I'm impressed. I'm really impressed with actually how Games Workshop have turned that that game around. So, um, but, but did, did you were they was it all right? All right, being close to the, all those other gamers because I know last year there was a little bit of a um, not issue, but uh, there was hygiene hygiene issues. Yes, shall we no, say, it was good. I, I didn't have any problems at all. I mean, we were we we were sort of in our own little corner, which was good, mm-hmm. um, and you know. You weren't, we weren't, you weren't near the 40k players this year. No, the 40k <laughs> players were where we were last year. <laughs> yeah, okay. Keep them in the sweaty shed. Yeah, that's They right. don't wear clothes anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, there were there were a lot of guys with no shirts on last year, I seem to remember. That, that wasn't fun. I was like, that's why when you were like, last year was cool. I was like, it, maybe for the guys who were naked, like running around the shed, but it was not. It was not comfortable. 
um on many 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 respects it was uncomfortable um so you guys went there uh julian went there and yes. we had uh, how many people from victoria went off cross um i think overall turned out to be i think i want to say 18 yeah 18 right people from victoria it's pretty good pretty good numbers maybe maybe a bit more because i only know because i obviously did the t-shirts for most of the victorian guys yeah. um and oh I yeah, did. good good work on the t-shirts, by the way. Um, they did look good. We I, I was, uh, do you have any left? Because I was thinking about. I only to... have the one that is yours, All right, okay. um, which I will give you tonight, actually. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> but I, I only got as many made as people signed up for because obviously right. I didn't, didn't want to be paying for something that I might then just be left with. Yeah, I think someone picked up picked up on the socials because you were uh, I think you were you were photographed around uh, one at yes. CanCon with your back to the camera <laughs> yeah. so people could see the green. Orc or it, it was it was it was an orc. It was kind of the the brief I gave to the guy who did the um the uh, the artwork was that I wanted it. I gave him sort of a few reference images, um, and I ideally I wanted him to be this kind of sort of just generic Infinity character, but I wanted him to be more like a more like a Druze or something, just with you know because oh, the guy because yeah. he got the the bottles of beer or the bottles yeah, of drink, and so that was kind of the that was kind of the plan. Yeah, but, there was definitely a few few people picked up on it and saw it and thought. Is that guy holding beers? I want that T-shirt. So, uh, yes. I, <laughs> I mean, I was. still have the image. So, I mean, I'm more than happy to. Uh, if people would like them, let me know. I can. Uh, I'm sure I can think. Look at doing a run. I'm not sure how expensive they will be for a small run, but yeah. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll put the photo of the image. If you give you, you can give it to me. I'll yes. put it up when we upload the episode, and people can uh, people can peruse and um, yeah, we can put the contact uh, details up there. Stats, doesn't, stats, doesn't give it to Ben. Stats, stats. Yeah. Um, right, right. I'm excited. All right, guys. The moment we've been waiting for. Before we get into your games, we're going to get into the uh, the stats. Um, uh, our friendly local or ex-local TO, uh, Red Sullivan. He's, he's still, still, still one of us. He's still, he's, he's, still one of he us. still lives in Victoria. Even so. though, no, he doesn't. He lives in, he lives in Albury, which oh, is in does, New South Wales. New South Wales, because Albury, Wodonga... So Albury's on the anyway. Doesn't Albury's matter. on the New South Wales side. Yeah, Wodonga is the Victorian we've, side. We, we've we've got the dong, and you've got the the other one. <laughs> yes. Um, so yes. yeah, we always want the dong, Kev. So during the break, which we which, which we won't know about, we had a break because of the seamless transition that I will do in the editing you later ruined, on. You you've taken down the veil. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, we are a nothing. seamless podcast with no mistakes, and we never muck up. We are we are the we are the nineteen. We are the 1917 of podcasts, yeah. single take, even though 1917 wasn't a single take. There's nothing professional about this podcast, especially because Jacob has now moved too close to the microphone and is blowing up my ears. Um, and the fact that Kevin and I are both bad. drinking beer while we're recording. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's super professional. That's, that's I, how you... I, I actually that's where the magic comes. plenty of podcasts that drink beer while they're well, I'm recording. pretty sure Kip and, Kip and Tom on my cast drink while they're recording. Well, they're <laughs> think, I always hear the, the ice clinking the in the clink, glass, Yeah, so that's yeah, right. They're definitely drinking. All right, so we had sixty-three players in the end. We we, we had a we had a so I think it was sixty-two players in a. Uh, oh, yeah. wait, we had someone drop out after day one, so we had to have a buy player. So that in essence, right. it's sixty-three, 63 overall, but sixty-two, overall. 62, 62 but actual, sixty-two yeah. actual players that played both days. Um, so I guess we just run through the a little bit of the faction breakdowns, give you guys an idea of what kind of you know what what you would uh what what was there on the uh on the day on the weekend and maybe discuss why uh, if any of these un- uh, numbers look, look unusual we can just sort of break down maybe why our, our thoughts are on that so um the most well represented faction so we'll start with factions and we can break it down into sectorials uh we're actually uh, okay we're actually ariadna with nine and nomads with nine 
So they were the most representative faction overall. In in Ariadne, now they had a fairly decent split between all five of their sectorials. That's right. Yeah. Uh, well, four sectorials and uh, vanilla. So they had two vanilla, two tac, one uh, Caledonia, two USA, and two French. So that's interesting off the bat, considering. Oh, and just FYI, if anyone knows that we had show of force in yes. Cancon. Uh, actually, well, I'll just maybe just mention the missions now. So, so. it was show of force, unmasking acquisition mm-hmm. capture and protect and quadrant, quadrant control. control quadrant control that was it yeah that was and th- that was the order of the missions as well that was the order of the missions so yeah. um, I guess we did dis- oh no we were going to discuss this but we ran out of time last time um, show of force going first I think was, was quite a good idea because it's um, the first, first first mission of the day it's not too reliant on your position you're going to either be grudging somebody or a random player mm-hmm. so yep. it's not as uh, big a deal as having it as the, the last mission especially because it's sort of contentious within you know within infinity community because it it favors taking a tag um you know i guess we'll we'll discuss whether or not that was an effect but clearly we had nine ariadnan ariadnans on the weekend so maybe not that much of a big deal i mean at least with ariadna the blackjack for yeah some of the Faction. Some of the sectorials in vanilla counts as a heavyweight, so counts as that uh, for scoring. Yeah, and it's only like thirty something points, so I guess maybe that's why people thought, well, I'm not, I don't want to take a tag. I don't want to have like half my army used up in a tag, so I'm just gonna um, have a cheap little blackjack. And and, and they and they they're good. Yeah, I no, mean, they they the, they're, they're, they're the, solid. the the idea of you've got two profiles: the T two sniper and the mm-hmm. um, the AP HMD. HMG. HMG. Yeah. I think a lot of. I think I don't I mean I'd have. I only looked at um, Julian's list and he had the AP HMG, but I'd fear the T two sniper just as much. T two anything is, yeah. is quite scary. But Especially a sniper rifle just at the back of the board, decent armor. Yeah. Bam! You hit a tag, a heavy infantry, and then one arm save, one failed armor save, and boom. And also because the T uh, two sniper also has a submachine gun, so. It can it can actually fight up close, whereas APHMG can't. It's like its range ban is over sixteen, and in show of force, you want to be on that objective. So, you know, I, going, I, I guess in, going know. into the objective and going on suppressor fire with the APHMG is pretty good, though. That's also that's <laughs> that is also it, true. Did, did, did they both have the chest mines? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head, but um, so yeah, we, we said Ariadna had nine. Nomads also had nine. Um, I think that's just and, for like and they had uh, more of a telling uh, breakup. So they had four. Four of them had Tunguska. One was Vanilla, and oh sorry, four had four was Tunguska, four Corregidor, and one Vanilla. So but, no Bakunin, no Bakunin. But that immediately, well, I don't know again how much of this is skewed towards the mission selection. But you're looking at Tunguska, which is a Sally, solid tag, and Corregidor, which you can take geckos, which are cheap. Yeah, you know they're cheap. Reliable tags and um, isn't isn't the gecko pilot a killer hacker? No, the, or is that the, is the, the Sally one? pilot is a killer hacker, which is real nice. And the gecko pilots have twin assault pistols. Yeah, yeah so that's right. they're not bad either. Uh, so that's that's interesting. Yeah, no, like Tunguska has been was popular and then doesn't seem to be as popular. But to see four players playing in Tunguska is quite is quite um, quite prompt, like quite quite good sign. I mean, yeah, um, any any faction that's got a core link where you've got dudes that can have two levels of unconscious has got to be good yeah and no. the and I, I was just thinking with because uh, Corregidor was quite popular and it had four yeah, yeah. Um, is if you take the iguana now the iguana itself as a tag is a bit squishy 
but the pilot drops it's out. An it's a HMG heavy infantry. HMG, yeah. Still has two wounds, I think. Yeah, yeah. So there's four usable wounds on that on that model. Yeah. No, no, it's good. Uh, and it I mean, still counts as the tag. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll get into the, uh, the the final standings to see exactly how well these factions did. But you know, I think I found that quite interesting. Uh, next up, we had a panel, reliable panel with eight. Uh, now they had their breakdown was still pretty um, good breakdown. Yeah, fairly even. So we had um shock army with three veruna with two vanilla was two and nca one so i think they're all represented there no, no military orders no mo which is also very which i think kind of strange well, in no, the, 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 this because no one likes no one really likes no the one Sarah. likes military orders. no, no one likes the, the joan pain train no i don't know like <laughs> we had a few people wait everybody likes the joan pain train we had a few people in our ear pick, pick them up i thought they were they're pretty good but anyway apparently it's, it's, it's just know. it's just the They've got no heavyweight again, yeah. and their one tag is sort of falls kind of like the Gorgos. It's a weird gun to put on a um, uh, yeah. put on a tag, the Spitfire. I guess so. Um, the yeah, I guess like with the most amount there was actually Shock Army, which is you know a discontinued army that seems to you know hang around. Take and, note, CB. Don't yeah. discontinue armies. It seems to be a very, popular in Australia. very popular army, very, very strong army. I actually really like, if I was to play Pano, I think yeah. I'd play Shock Army. They're probably the really like Shock Army. characterful of all of them. Um, what, 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 what's the tags I got? They got the Ulan and... Tick Blang. Tick Blang. Yeah. Are they both small They're like the tags? S6. Six tags? six tags yeah yeah, they're, they're not quite the heavy tags then they're, yeah. they're not they're not the, the yotam but again people are like taking them because they're like the cheaper tags they can fit more of what they normally well, can, can't want one camo uh the ulan can i think but so um combined we're up next with seven um now this is oh, i wouldn't say this is interesting it's probably obvious but uh the best represented there was onyx with three uh morats had two uh go morats and shazvasti also had two i expect to see more shaz Personally. I expected to see more vanilla. Actually, yeah, fuck you're right. There's no vanilla. No vanilla. There. No vanilla. No vanilla combined army. That's that's weird. So no, no avatar. avatar. Nobody took an avatar. Maybe it's the other four missions that they like thought. Mm, it, it, it might be. It might that. be just a fear of because the the avatar in, in show force your tag is already a target. If you've now got an avatar, yeah, but it it's can't be possessed. Double. Like it's one of the one of the things you fear most as a tag. It's possession. It's, it's the thing that I would fear most going against in show of force is yeah, the avatar. Is the avatar? Yeah, because you can't possess it. It's it's a fucking tank. So that's an, that's actually a really good point. Uh, Onyx because you can take like a link team of link team of tags. So <laughs> that's obvious. Um, Morats, good on you. Seeing if I love the right show. I, so, I, yeah. I, I had a I had a chat with one of the. Um, <clears throat> One of the guys who was uh, playing more rats, uh, and for sure, of force, two. It sounds uh, like you say more rats when you say more rats. Well, I'm just saying more rats. Just, wait, who's Jane? Who's Silent Bob in this conversation? Is what I would like to know. <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can say five letter name um, properly. Um, taking the taking two Raichos, yeah, one with the mind dispenser and one with I think the heavy flamer, mm. um, can actually work with the Gakis. Because mm-hmm. you've got one tag to cover your other tag on the point. Yeah, and the mind dispensers are super, super useful as well for getting yourself out of sticky situations. Uh, uh, tied with seven was uh, Aleph. Uh, so we had two, Yay. two, sorry, three OSS, which is not surprising. Mm, two Vanilla and two Steel Phalanx. Well, OSS are just such a popular army. Yes, like, they are. They are and we'll, actually, we'll come into that a little bit later. We will. The, the, yeah. the video that the video. Carl showed. But. Exactly, yeah. So that's not, that's not terribly surprising. Um, Vanilla, excuse me, guys. My, my I'm one of them. Chest. 
You were playing you, vanilla. You were playing vanilla, yeah. Uh, OSS, yep, uh, great, and Steel Phalanx. Uh, that surprised me that there was any Steel Phalanx. They don't get access to a tag, but well, they do have they do have Achilles. Is he heavyweight though? Does no, he no, no, there's no, no heavyweight. You no, cannot no. score the ma- like just like uh, you cannot score the maximum points and show a force with Steel Phalanx. Yep. Yeah. So actually, like, just going back real quickly, then so Ariadna, so vanilla attack and US can score max points, but we still had. Yes. One Caledonian and two, two French. French. Oh no, no French can because they got Anaconda. So oh, only right, only yes. the 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 one uh, Caledonians could. Who I played in uh, actually, I played against Ooh. Kangaroo. Well, we will we will get but to, not in we'll, show force. We will get. Oh damn! I would be interested to see what he took. Um, then we have. Then we get down. Uh, oh shit! Actually, I missed. I actually missed the army with the highest uh, representation. Well, on the they, they're, they're not really an army. They're, True. they're more a conglomeration. True. Well, we had 11 players playing NA2, uh, which is really cool. Um, but the breakdown is really interesting as well, is we had four Spiral Course players. Four Spiral? Cult to the New. Huh? Cult to the New. Cult to the New. Cult to the New. It's the new uh, thing. Yeah, I mean, I, was, I guess I'm a little bit surprised at that because they don't get access to a tag. Um, I, I think they get a good amount of access to EM weapons. They've got some pretty cool stuff. I They've haven't actually had the, had the pleasure to play against them yet, so I don't know. You know, But for those, there's two Foreign Company, two GSA, and then one Dasha, Ikari, and Druze. Because no, Ed was playing. No Starco <laughs> representing there, but all the rest of them were there. Because you weren't there, Kev. You, you couldn't there. do Emily Handel on bullshit against Nick like you did last year. Well, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't do any bullshit against Nick last year, but I would have done bullshit against anyone playing a tag. Um, with, God, uh, with, could you uh, imagine that? Just, just like, an entire <laughs> turn disabling yourself. <laughs> just throwing fucking EM grenades on your tag. Um, I'll get there one day. So, yeah, so sorry, that was 11, uh, NA2, and then we go down to the sort of smaller ones. We have three players playing Toha. One you, of you, was... missed, you missed the next one, Kev. Oh, you missed Yujing. Oh, shit, I did. Sorry, sorry, my bad, my bad. See, keep me, keep me on track. AI, Yujing, six, uh, three vanilla, two invincibles, and one ISS. And we all know who the ISS uh, player was. Val, was that Val? Val did, it was indeed. Val, I think, did quite well as well. He was one on place below me. Was he? Yeah. So there you go. He did pretty well. Uh, well, depending on where you were, um, yeah, I was about to say that's not like a measure. Of, like, <laughs> but below me is not a great <laughs> fucking measure, especially this Cancon. Uh, okay, so with uh, three vanilla, yeah, two two invincible armies, invincible army. Um, I guess I would have expected to see more vanilla. Three is yeah, I mean, because quite... people still don't like the Guajer. I love, I still like the Guajer as a profile. Yeah, I but think even, even like even like Show Force not included, mm. there was quite a few people, players I, th- I thought who picked up vanilla like, yeah. last year. Again, it's just I think with the the Guajer, I, I model wise, great. I just think as far as a it's tag a vanilla goes, tag. it's just a, more... it's a super vanilla tag. I think it, it is as vanilla as tags yeah, come. Really, is. I yeah. think though in um, Invincible Army, I think. For sure, I thought that'd be great because you can run the duo with the um, with the crit, engineer with Crit Cockrum. Yeah, Crit Cockrum. But I mean, why would you take the Guajo if you can take the Moang for less mm. points and he still counts as a heavyweight? For the... oh, is he a heavyweight? Yeah, oh, okay. he does. Does he? Okay, uh, I, he's I, like he's like. I have to double check that. But the Dio, like I know the, the Diokai. The Diokai yeah. definitely does, and, and like, the fact that he is basically a Diokai. And, the, just and I think the fluff is the fluff backs it up as well. Yes, it's like they the, made the JSA made the Diokai based off what the Moang was the going prototype to be. The prototype of the Moang they stole a little bit of. 
uprising background for you there folks um, okay and then we get into Toha uh, with three players John yes, was one of those he was indeed um, didn't do very well but that's fine that's alright and then we have Hack Islam which is really interesting we only had two players playing Hack Islam and they were both vanilla yes no Dashat which I was very so no Rama no Rama sorry, no yes. Rama no Rama no and Rama no, yeah. no assassins I can kind of understand no QK I can kind of understand, can understand yeah, but, but I already no, no Rama. Rama I was very surprised I thought it. we would have seen some double Maggies coming out but uh, <laughs> apparently no um, Hack Islam, yeah, it's a bit of a shame. And lastly, we have one a single O12 player, which I, does surprise me a bit. I would have thought more players would have uh, picked up O12 and run it at CanCon this year, but uh, this year, yep. But maybe it's just not been out long enough. Maybe there's not enough models out yet. People mm. don't have the. I think, I think the latter. Definitely. I think, I think it's people who wanted to have a fully painted army. Maybe have the Zeta, Zeta tag, Zeta tag, uh, Catherine Zeta Jones tag. Um, but maybe because that's not out yet maybe people just thought we'll just go and have something that's fully painted hmm. um, so that that's a breakdown um, force selection analysis um, Mr. Sullivan has done a little bit of a, a little bit of a sort of a recap here so he says in total there were 13 vanilla players which is 20% of the pool, uh, player pool uh, no vanilla combined which, which we picked up on in earlier uh, all nine factions were represented in some form. Any two made up 17% of the player pool. Hack Islam is the only faction without any sectorials re- represented. So they were two players, both vanilla. And the most popular sectorials were Tunguska, which we noticed, and that was quite surprising. Corregidor. And yeah, what we said as well, as well was Spiral Core. I guess off, I guess all those factions, um, the faction breakdown who made it into the top 10. I guess we should also mention that Mr. Gavin Bateman, friend of the show, friend of the show, um, friend of every show. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he 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 took out the event with with the, his Shazvasti. So congratulations to to Gavin on winning, on winning yet a, another two yet day another, tournament. Yes, yeah, another tournament with another army and uh, Mr. Shazvasti, number one in the world still. So, oh, is he? Oh, well, yes, there yep. we go. Yeah, yeah. Screenshot that. If he uh, if you talk to him about it, though, he'll he'll play it down. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that's, no, that's Gav. No, that's, that's what he does. That's fine. Um, so yeah, uh, top ten by faction, or actually by sectorial, I guess. In the top ten, we had two OSS. That doesn't really surprise me. Yeah, I mm. mean, because I think we said what there was three of them, two of them anyway. So both they both placed in the top ten. Uh, there were three. There so were three. So two, two out yeah, of the three. Two out of three placed in the top ten. That's fairly really good two vanilla yujing which is also very good which is which is very good yeah yeah i mean i think that's that's it also doesn't surprise me because vanilla yujing are very right my opinion are very strong then we had one shaz one which is gavin one shock army one spiral core one tunguska way tunguska they're not shit told you uh one vanilla alf and one vanilla ariadna so that's that's great. Which was Julian? Which, 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 was, which Julian. was our local uh, local podcast host, uh, Julian, who, like I say, we isn't here because he's cooked or <coughs> fucking cook, mate. Or, um, or should I say, perhaps um, has been told that he's not allowed to uh, to go come play with his friends for a little while. Oh yeah, it's possibly <laughs> that too. So uh, just as an aside, yeah. I was just checking army from what we were talking about just a little earlier. The Moang is not heavyweight. Um, the Daikai is, but the Moang is not. Ah, there you go. So people were just were going for the seven points unless they were running the Guija, Guija, uh, and then in the top twenty, which I guess was including the top ten red. Sorry, I'm just interpreting your uh, your stats. Uh, we have uh, three vanilla Yuqing in the top twenty, which is an extra one from which the is top. extra one for the top ten. Uh, two OSS, 
two Shazvasti, so both both the Shazvasti players ended in the top 20, two Spiralcore, two Tunguska, two Vanilla Alef, two Vanilla Ariadna, then we have one Shock Army, one Corregidor, one Forco, Foreign Company, one Toha, and one Varuna. So the thing that's interesting to me about this stat is that out of those top 20, you've got six of those as vanilla factions. Which, okay, given yeah. the, mm-hmm. the sort of the, the predominance of sectorals, predominance of link teams, predominance of that extra burst in ARO, that that says to me that vanilla factions are still doing reasonably well. Well, I mean, in the, in the top 10, you've got uh, only... You've got three... No, four. Four, 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 four in the top so 10. 40%, 40% of the top 10, 40% of the and top 10 and 30% then... of the top 20 okay. is vanilla factions, which is, yeah. I think, I think's good, given that we've got... So you've got, what, nine technically vanilla factions yeah um and then 37 total sectorials you know total yeah. things so you know that that i think is pretty good representation of vanilla as a as a way to play the game ha- i think ha- having played them in this in this tournament you played you, who in the tournament oh have like vanilla, i played vanilla, oh, you played vanilla. yeah 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 is every set like you're relying on fire teams and every single sectorial has a weakness that if you pluck it out it can start it unravels the army or the list or the way the person's going to play a lot easier than if you're playing vanilla where in vanilla it's a lot easier to get that redundancy of oh, if i lose this assault hacker i might have another assault hacker if i lose that thing that's really great at placing some sort of template i'll have another one mm-hmm. um and especially when it comes to running tags um sectorials can do them and support them with the fire teams um but i I, especially in vanilla alef being able to put smoke templates and that sort of stuff down really helps yeah no i i'd 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 agree um i think you know a lot of i mean we can say this a lot of what we're trying to interpolate from this information is kind of a lot of just like opinions there's no like you can tell by looking at it, there's not really any hard evidence to say any which way it's 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 looking like the the the, the choice of armies is, is is a little bit interesting but where they place in the top 20 or top 10 is is is, is sort of showing you that anything can win yeah absolutely. you know anything can do mm. well we have uh you know we have tunguska well, we have a single tunguska player in the top 10 which is great um because they get a little bit of shade Vanilla, vanilla Ariadna. People are going in, going, oh well, you know that the show force just dis- dis- discounts Ariadna. Clearly not. Um, and then he, and then army, you know, then all, uh, then unsurprising ones like OSS and Vanilla Yujing doing quite well. Uh, Shock Army doing quite well, and then in the top in the top twenty, you've got quite a nice variety there. You've got your you've got foreign company. Only a single Varuna it made into to, into the top twenty, which I think is quite indicative of what the video we'll get to later on sort of talked about uh, with uh, how well factions have been doing. And I believe that was actually our uh, Melbourne's own Russell McGifford. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Varu- um, Russell, congratulations, mate, because like last year I think you came second last. second last with Morats, and then he got in the top twenty this year with Varuna. So clearly, mate, it's your army, not you. <laughs> so, so, so what you're saying, Kev, is more right to bad. You're giving you're giving him excuses now. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit. Nah. Uh, so we have another nice little tab that uh, Russell put together for us, and uh, not Russell Red. 
so we have a, we have also have attendee analysis. Now this is uh, this is this is always fun because we get to talk about who the best state is, and it's, um, it's always... not Victoria. <laughs> so oh, we're first in first in fun, oh, as the shirts that I did said, and that is exactly true. That's right. So um, what he's done is done a cute little thing here where he's actually done the state uh, attendance rate from this year compared to last year. So um, the highest, the most amount of players this year. Uh, is unsurprisingly from players from New South Wales. Now, even though CanCon takes place in the ACT, which is a different state from New South Wales, it's also a very small state and is surrounded by New South Wales. Technically, so, a territory. It's a territory. So, uh, oh, well, so is New Northern Territory, <coughs> but it's a really big area too. Um, BMS by and by. Yeah, New South Wales had 23 players this it's year. It's probably easier for New South Wales players to get to CanCon other than people from the ACT than yeah. anybody else. They're, let's, they're, let's face it. They will, be, they will be the closest to Canberra for sure. So they had 23 players. Uh, next up, we had Victoria. Yay! With 19. You were close so with 18. I was close with it, yep. yep. 19 players, so that's well done. Uh, that, I'm sorry. Oh, well, hell then, did you say 18? Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay, I didn't buy a shirt. No, you didn't, because no, there were a few people that didn't buy a shirt, so I was trying to work ah. out in my head who didn't buy a shirt and so who made it. So it's 18 people that bought a shirt and me. No, yeah, were- right. So, um, uh, sorry, I'll, and because he did the comparison to last year, like New South Wales had 20 this year, and sorry, 23 this year and 20 last year. Uh, so they had, they had an increase of three. Victoria had 15 last year and 19 this year, so an increase of four, which goes into our uh, drive for new players we've been getting. Yeah, mm. we've, we've been doing really, really last well with getting new so, players this year. And also getting think, those players up to a point where they're comfortable going to a big tournament, yeah. which I think is really great too. Some yeah. some of them, this is their own, their first big two-day event. So At least to, at least two people that I know of that came from Victoria, this is their first proper yeah. two-day event. Um, at least one of them, it was their first tournament. Yeah. yeah right yeah like, uh, did, like has, was, was that Angus? Angus no no Angus had played at PCB yeah, yeah. Angus so did, Angus Chris and Callum Callum, Callum was there David uh, Dave, David was, yep. David Hayden he was David like, Hayden he's, he, played. he's he's like been in and out of it but he yep. was a relatively new player Dave, I guess. Dave Costello who's um, Chris Johnson's mate um, this yeah. he played in the slow grow last year but yeah. this was his first proper you know Big, big 300 big, point big ITS event. tournament so yeah. yeah congratulations like big ups to those guys for making the trip across and, and having like that just yeah like that a great spirit to come across so thanks very much for, to, to those guys for that uh, we had 8 from the ACT which is 2 higher than last year so uh, come on guys it's your own event need more players uh, Queensland had 7 which was actually less than last year when they had 12 so I don't know if they just had other things on, or maybe it was the smoke that put them off, or just, I guess, it's Australia Day, or people have other things that they have on. Um, WA also half their attendance from this year to last, with uh, three only three coming across. They're making the long journey across, whereas six last year. Um, but, you know, so I think they're just I know, not wanting to. I know the, th- the three that were missing, pretty much we, we, we chatted to it at uh, South Perth Brawl. Yeah. Um, one, at least two of them are definitely going to Nova Call. Yeah. Um, and one of them probably will be, but um, I know Marty um, from White Noise, he said he couldn't make it over for Australia this year, but he would definitely be coming to Nova Corps. Yeah. Trent, pretty sure he will too. And then James um, would have made it over to... Um, Liam as well. He was, yes, over, yeah, he was over last year and didn't make it this year. Um, but yeah, James said he, he was going to make it over for CanCon, but unfortunately he got a... A, a 
job an internship starting so he couldn't make it over so that, okay. that you know, yeah fair play like like life gets in the way i, I mean i guess uh we we can discuss the finer points of uh like what does having other big events this year due to the attendance at cancon and, and are they related or is it just a kind of morphing of the uh you know the tournament scene i think i think it would be a um it would be misconstruing things to say that it didn't have an effect mm-hmm. um yeah. you know i would you rather sweat in a shed in january on a on a holiday weekend where you're probably going to be away with family yeah or would you rather go on a different holiday weekend um to okay it's not the same place but it's newcastle where it's going to be cooler yeah. and you're not going to have to worry about you know wanting to uh bushfires and, yeah. and 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 uh, and all that lot exactly. yeah and i think i think uh, i think you're you're right in that it it had it does it may have a have a, a small effect. It didn't have a massive effect, really. Um, we were sixty nine. There were sixty two. So we lost, sorry, seven players. So it's not Honestly, that big a deal. I would love to get to both. As I think I've said before, I I can't do Novacore because I do board gaming on Queen's birthday weekend. But yeah, um, sorry, Gav. I would I would love to come, but I just can't. But um, you know, I I'm not one of these people that can only do one two day tournament a year. I'd like to get to as many as I can. Yeah, um, and but, I think that's that's what helps yeah. people. So there are people out there, like we all have lives, right? So we may be only able to make one 2D tournament per year. And un- until really last year, uh, CanCon was your only really big one. I think that I know, I know Queensland um, do two-day events, but they, you know it was not as a, as, as a sort of big of an event as CanCon. And now you've got, you know all these other ones popping up all over the place: South Perth Brawl, Burn City Brawl, um, Nova Core, and uh, HeroCon, and all those. Yep. And then people are like, "Okay, cool. I can still do a two D two D event without feeling like I miss out." And I didn't go to it this year, and I don't. I didn't feel like I was disappointed. I couldn't go, but I didn't feel like I missed out. So, which is I think an overall positive feeling for people who um, who can't make these events. So. But again, it was only seven less players, so and we can, we can we can actually attribute a lot of that to the bushfires, I think, too. I I a hundred percent. I think I think pretty much, I would say probably seventy five percent at least of the non attendance mm-hmm. was due to concerns regarding the air quality and and bushfires. Yes, yeah, which is it was just a super super huge shame. Anyway, sorry. On a on a, on a more exciting note, we'll get to the top ten. So just just before we do that, oh, um, we've just got two two more to go. So we talked about oh, Queensland. Shit, shit. Sorry, so we've got Taz, Tazzy. Um, only had one track. one attendee <laughs> this year, as opposed to four last year. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know at least two of those attendees uh, was because they are bought a house. Right. Um, okay. I thought it was Sarah, because... Sarah, and Mark. I think couldn't make it this year because they. Oh they yeah. Just, um, yeah. Well, hopefully we'll be able to poach them for a Burn City Brawl. Yes. This year. Um, and then from New Zealand, we only had one person make the trip over. Um, Garth. Which was, yes, yeah. he did very well. He did very well. Yeah, I think I was, I was actually following his progress, and he was doing very well. Uh, is that it? Yes, that is, is, it. It. That is it. Which leads us into the yeah the top ten performance by state, so we can get real like oh, who's the best state? No, no, Again, let's let's not, do not that, Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I guess by state uh, we had New South Wales with the best. Oh no, sorry. Well. The highest number, but the not as high. I don't know. Do, we, do I want to go by percentage or by numbers? I think by numbers. By, by numbers, numbers yeah. Okay, it makes more sense. So we had New South Wales with five players in the top ten. We had ACT with Still two players. Potato cake. <laughs> with two players 
two players in the top 10, New Zealand with a one player in the top 10. Or 100% of all New Zealand players Zealand. are in the top 10. Well done, Garth. Well done. Um, so technically, if we go by percentages, the best state is a different best country. Best state is a different country. So that's it. Coming, coming across the ditch here just to show us all how to play the game. Uh, Victoria with one and WA with one. Um, how that how that ranks by percentage contingent? We we just said New Zealand we had a hundred percent, ACT with twenty five percent, New South Wales with twenty two percent. Oh sorry, WA with thirty three percent, and then Victoria at the bottom with five percent. First in uh, first in fun, first in fun, first in fun. fun. But you know there was Infinity's no, friendship. But there was no there was nobody from South Australia and there's nobody from Northern Territory, so we're not technically last. Okay, admittedly there were no <laughs> players from either of those states either, but that's not the point. <laughs> that's that, that doesn't matter. Um, right, what are, what are we gonna do? Top? Do we want to do the top twenty? I guess we can. We can. I don't mean we we don't need to do. Do we need to do the rest of this no, stuff? No. Nah, it's okay. Uh, we really appreciate I the stats though. We will, uh, huh? <laughs> yeah, we, we, we can we can share this online for people to have a peruse at, but we thought that was kind of fun. Um, Thank you very much, Red, for Yeah, no, steps. thanks for that, mate. That was great. Uh, do like seeing the faction breakdowns and seeing how people may have uh, considered the missions and, and picked their armies based off it. Uh, I guess we can only assume so much as well. Um, you know, some people play that army because that's all they've got and they love it. Some people play the army because they think it's the best one that's going to win them the the games what's next so we should have a bit of a recap on our games i guess yeah um, let's let's let, let's do that john um so we'll start with you and then we'll just kind of go back and forth um so anyway what were you so you knew you were running toha i was indeed give us a rundown of your lists okay so um uh, we'll start with round one show of force um yep so uh unsurprisingly to anybody who knows toha i did not take a gorgos I'm oh my so, goodness! I'm, I'm so tag. annoyed about that. Just take it. I mean, I'd love to run it once, um, but I'm just so not scared. But I'm just so yeah. This this profile's really not good. If I get hit by anything fire, I then shrink to a little teeny S two. <laughs> um, so that that was never going to happen. So uh, my my list in my tradition of naming things stupid names. Um, my my list for this mission was called "Where We're Going, We Don't Need." Tags, right? The, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do the do the motion of Doc Brown with his uh, so, um, so my my lists kind of basically revolve around two things when it comes to Toha. I generally have at least one ARO piece, which is usually the Suki or missile launcher because Cause I'm a big fan of missiles. Scary. Yeah, I, I like snipers. Don't get me wrong. I think they're great, but I like the idea of missiles just because if you hit, they're making three saves. Yeah, exactly. Three yeah. saves is always always better than two saves. Even if it's a slightly less damage, yeah, and you're negating their you're armor negating in general, the, armor uh, the, the cover well. armor. Sorry, yes, yes. So you know that that's always nice. So so my my list, my ARO piece is a Sukiel with a missile launcher, usually in a triad with a McCall and a Kaltar. Um, Kaltar for this particular one um, was the Symbiote Mate Kaltar, so chain of command. So that helps if my lieutenant gets smooshed. Mm-hmm. Um, and also then in, in group two, so I generally put my arrow pieces in group two because I'm usually not going to spend that many orders on them because um, they're just going to sit there as a as a triad. Um, also in group two was what I usually deployed as my reserve model, which was a Liberto mine layer. So that's always nice to put two camo markers down, and that's usually my reserve. 
That's interesting um, that that's your reserve because you used up me in last night. I, did. And I was very surprised. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Oh wait, okay. So yeah, I, mm. I like the fact that it's it's got a mine, which means you can you know you can see where the enemy's deployed and you can plonk a mine down if they want going to want to run up, uh, you know, an obvious place where you don't necessarily have a big ARO presence. You can pop the mine down, and if they've got something camo that they want to run up, like a sphinx, for example, um, <laughs> you know, you've got that mine there that means it's going to go off. That means they're going to have to make a say which is going to reveal them yeah which means that you know that well, even it, even even if i don't yeah yeah you're sorry you're right yeah, yeah. so even yeah, if i don't you've dodge got to, yeah, reveal you've yeah. still got to reveal because to make the armor safe mm-hmm. um so that that's generally my group two so it's only four orders in group two but to say because i'm not using that many orders on them i don't mind that so much um and then group one is usually three uh three triads um one of which is a succure with an hmg Um succures are just great yeah, they've got mimetism, BS thirteen. Yeah, that that's just it, it's it's about as good as you get in Toha. Yeah, and they're unhackable because obviously they're light infantry, so you can do you can throw them out of a link, but that's about as good as you get. Well, they're they're veterans, so actually they don't even give a shit about that. <laughs> yeah, no, you, well, no, because you can still throw them out of the link if you have got the the Evo program, whatever X, not expel the e, the E oh, yeah, one yeah, called yeah. Exile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exile. Which, but no, you're right. It's such a niche thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, have to run yeah. Into but, it. but being veteran is is super handy. Um, yeah. Uh, for those sorts of things. Um, <clears> so <throat> a Sukio with an HMG in with another McCall because I tend to put a McCall in every triad because if something goes down, at least then I've got that impetuous order that you can run up and potentially heavy flame something or you know, throw an eclipse grenade so that I can do some advancing without yeah, worrying exactly. too much. And it also protects each of your triads from something like a Speculo or, yeah. or a Fide or someone ADing and uh, like, you know, snipe your guy from behind. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then the other one in that particular triad is a Sekiel Paramedic. Just don't really know why I took the Sekiel, but I think it was just that I had the points, and so it's like just in case something goes down, I can potentially get it back up. Because mm-hmm. I don't tend to take the um, the Kumatail bioengineer, um, just because you have, end up having to then take probably a, a Chaks a um, little helper dude and run yeah. him around, and I, that's too many points for me. So that that's one. Then my probably my favourite um, triad of the group, um, the Drawl uh, Mine Layer. With the AP marksman rifle with Stratus Cloud, that, that's just especially if you're going first. That's mm-hmm. such a nice thing. You know, you've got that Stratus Cloud, which is the neg three to hit, neg one burst, um, and they're starting with a mine out on the board two, forward deployment level two, so that mine can be getting towards halfway, which is again always really nice. Um, and so yeah, you just start running the the draw up and putting people at um, disadvantage with their AROs because they're still only hitting you back with one die even if they're in a link yep. with a Stratus Cloud so that and you're shooting your four dice with your AP marksman so it's 40 points so it's expensive probably one of the most expensive things in my list but I do I do like the actual the unit and the profile and you can stick a mate on him as well can't you? stick a mate on him so yeah. actually with this with this particular list I stick a mate and a bomb right yeah um, because he can he can run because he's starting up that forward he can then he go be, forward and start deck yeah start breaking links and killing, <laughs> breaking links and taking wounds off people yeah and, yeah, mm. yeah um so he's just in, he's usually in link with another mccall so he's the mccall's a bit further back and then a, a the kaotar that gives the symbiote bombs yeah okay so he's not the chain of command version but he's the um yeah, yeah. So he's, he's got the bombs. So in a turn up for the books, you're only taking two mates in this list. Yes, this, yeah. this particular is only two mates, yeah. Uh, and then uh, link three 
Um, the Succiol, who who is my who've been my lieutenant in this list, the K1 Combi uh, Forward Observer, because mm-hmm. K1's such a it's such an underrated um, thing. It's like you know, I don't worry about your armor; just take a damage twelve hit, if, especially on tags. That's yeah. amazing. It, for, yeah. for me, if you take the reduction in armor as additional damage um, on the K1 Combi, as soon as something has two armor, it come it is better than a, than if you were shooting at them with a combi rifle. So once you get to a tag, it you can look at it as almost the most damaging gun in the game. Yeah. Because yeah. it would be damage 12 plus their, let's say, if it's a Yotam, plus 10. So it's 22 <laughs> yeah. damage. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's in a, it's, it'll usually be in cover, so you're usually Yeah, like but you, you always on, get the cover thing. On 10, so, so right? Yeah. yeah. 50-50. Yeah. Everything's 50-50. Yeah. But, you know, I, little, I would take little, that against little, attack. And that, that's the, one of the reasons oh, yeah. I, I have that in this list, yeah. particularly for show of force, because, you know, against a tag that probably I'm probably going to come up against, um, we'll come up to whether I did or not in a minute, but, um, you know... Uh, I think K1 is just a good a good gun to use against attack. Yeah, I think I think it's uh, out there enough, like a bit of a curveball enough that people can go, oh wait, yeah, shit, I, need, I need to worry about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the only thing I'd put is better than a K1 combi is K1 marksman rifle if it is. It I don't know if it game. does. I don't know if it does. Not um, not in too high anyway. Yeah. Um, no. So as well as that, um, the in that list, um, I have a Kriegel. So that's the dude with the submachine gun, but he's also got the Ferro Booster. Mm-hmm. Ferro Booster is interesting because it, um, obviously, if you hit by it, you're targeted automatically. Yeah. Um, and so he's also got Ferro S. He's got Eraser, so he can throw you out of the link. Um, and he's got Mirrorball, so he can put white noise up. Mm-hmm. So negating your MSV and things. So And that's yeah. not like a bomb. He can keep using that. He can keep he? using that, yeah. Um, and the other dude in that list is a Tagma. Uh, Tagma with counterintelligence, also hollow projector, and so I that um, I then have to uh, think about what I'm going to then put him as. Um, in this list, I generally would put him as another McCall, just so yeah, it okay. looks like I've got another heavy flamethrower. Can he be? Can he? Can he triad? Uh, yes. Right. So you can put him in a triad and pretend he's something else. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Which is just it's it's such a unfortunately you don't get the spiral Ebis V2 sniper, which would be amazing. But mm. yeah, yeah. Eh, I'll take them. yeah <laughs> yeah holo projector, uh, like, projector shenanigans is what's very it like fun. 20 points or something uh, 20, uh, 16 actually 16 wow. points yeah, yeah. yeah why wouldn't you yes um, so you know I, I gave it to you last night I, I hollowed him as the oh, Gary sniper fuck and... that worked <laughs> fucking holo projector man gets me every time I, I, play, remember. I, I play Ryan when he's got like running half says or he you know he's like oh this is a you know, uh, whatever, dude, Nafferton, clearly my lieutenant. Oh, no, it's an IR with fire pistols. Fuck you. I'm like, I'm- oh, no. And then you last night, I was like, oh, my Sphinx is like staring down the barrel of a gun of an MSC2 sniper. I'm going to run away. And then it turns out to be a bloody tag man. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I've um, eaten you for breakfast. <laughs> I had, I played um, just the same thing. I did, Russell did the same thing with me with Huck Islam. And I didn't count these models properly. So yeah. I thought he was trying this weird six ghoul arm sniper oh, yeah, thing and it was, it was just two irons or whatever yeah or yeah that or uh um bashy yeah i've done that before i've pretended to have like a almost like a harris of muyibs but it was just uh one. Oh, it was just like one it was an ir or something like that anyway so my final model in this list is um because i figured i was going to come up against a lot of shazvasti um i have a carry sentinel mm. there with the biovisor just to mm. uh, to try and 
screw you, impersonator man. I'm going to find out what you are. Um, but I didn't come up against any Shazvasti the entire weekend. Yeah. But that, that's yeah, it was there in the list. It cost me twelve points. Um, I would rather have it than not have it. Yeah. The sniper rifle, uh, was it carry, mm. is one of the best things for doing something that I um is you know that smoke trick where you run something out of uh, out of a smoke trick they have to react to that but if it's like a um if you've got msv2 you get to shoot for free yeah. that's the only that is the only model where i'd say you can use it to counter it by put turning it backwards from where that will come from because if they shoot him he gets to react to uh any attack outside of his line of sight because he has six because he has two. six sense level two. Oh, carries a six but level he two. doesn't have yeah. but he doesn't have to react to the person running out because he's facing the wrong way and can't see them. Yes, so he's you got, put he's it with got a, Biovisor two MSV one six sense level two two wow. nano pulses. Yeah, <laughs> so right, you, yeah, you, yeah, it's man. actually a really nice model for twelve points. So people give, don't use them nearly often enough. You give it the sniper rifle and it can actually AO decently against people that might do that smoke trick. Yeah, right. Instead of okay. having to just dodge. Yeah, right. So. So that, that that's my that's my list that I took for show of force, uh, and so I was thinking, oh, what what uh, what tag am I going to come up against? I came up against Josh Tillerly from Brisbane, who was running GT. Toha. Oh yes, I, I saw that somewhere. <laughs> and I was like, too heavy, too hard. <laughs> that's right. I remember seeing this as well. Um, so he had a very interesting list. Actually, he had a very different list to me. Um, what? So he was diff- two different tool lists? I know. There, Does that is, even there exist? There's only one. Did he have a? Did, <laughs> no, but, most people most people actually take the Garrel sniper, and I, did I, he I have tend the not draw to. in it. He did not have the draw. Okay, now did, this is a very different. He didn't. List. He didn't I'm have surprised. a draw, and he had the um, he had the Q-Tan imposter, the regular one, and he mm-hmm. also had the 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 new the defiance, defiance one, the Jan Star oh, imposter. Oh yeah. Um, now he's slightly that, better in Malay, isn't he? Uh, yes, I think so. Yeah. So having my carry was actually quite good for this. Yeah, the imagination. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, he's he his imposters didn't do a lot. By um, who went I first? To, uh, ooh, good question. Um, I think I did. I think I lost the role, and mm-hmm. um, so because obviously we show off, she really want to go second. Yeah. Um, I think he he got me to go first, um, and so I I I played the game pretty well. It was it went it was kind of a very back and forth game. Um, a nice close game. Um, I probably misplayed a little bit. I probably went a bit hard with my Kriegel um, without remembering that targeted only lasts for that turn. And oh, so okay. I was like, oh, if I get him targeted, that means I can just sit. Like, Wait, no, I forget. That doesn't... <laughs> that only yeah. lasts that turn. But anyway. Um, and so it turned out to be very close. Neither of us dominated the um, the objective at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and the game came down to, I think, he killed about 18 more army points than I did. So he won 3-0. Three, three on, yeah, on it was a low-scoring game on Very, the first round. Yeah, the um, you know, I think it was with kind of pretty much the second last or last order of the game. He killed something that basically got him the him the win over over me. Sounded like a bit of a brawl. Yeah, I was definitely uh, monitoring the scores from my uh, my floaty on the river <laughs> in Murray. I was like, oh look at this! This is this is going. It was on, a, right? it was a really really good game. It's the first Toha mirror match I'd had in a while. Yeah, and the fact that we were both running such different lists made mm. it a really really interesting game oh good excellent uh, how about you Jacob what's your first game who, was, uh, who were you playing what I, were you playing I played uh, Hector from Victoria another uh, a Melbourne local another Melbourne, yes. Melbourne guy that was a almost a theme for my CanCon I played three Victorian people so you were um, running Vanilla Aleph I was running yeah. Vanilla Aleph um, I just found that in OSS the Maroot is it's only good because it's the Maroot. It, the list doesn't... I don't find enhances it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, not that that mattered because the first game that I played, I just, uh, I just was a, uh, just a bundle of nerve, nerves. Mm. And as soon as I got in there, as soon as something went wrong, um, and it wasn't like uh, huge or anything like that, but as soon as something went wrong, I just, just mentally couldn't recover. But anyway. My list That's always a problem in a two-day tournament. I mean, so yeah, no matter who you are, no matter how you know, experienced you are at tournaments, anything like that, that that sort of not necessarily tilt, but that sort of nerves and thinking, oh shit, I've lost this. What am I going to do? Oh god, oh god. That that's always a possibility. You know, it, it, people forget that actually. Hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway, so my list for show of force was uh, uh, Marie Lieutenant. Uh, uh, bunch of proxies with a mark one engineer mark two multi-sniper mark five uh forward observer um a myrmidon uh 16 point myrmidon for the smoke grenades uh, i took a unit that i'm in missions where you might have to defend so i was really afraid um of uh, kind of of playing uh Shazvasti, but a lot of other things maybe even playing um something uh like uh caledonius something that has a piece that's meant to run up and um mm-hmm. yeah uh, yep. really do, uh, like do a lot of da- uh, a lot of damage so i took the arjuna for the Karin bots who have the emirates as well as cyber mines and cyber mines are really good for if someone's say um in this case like bringing in a hacktail or a um or a a sphinx because you can react to the camo marker by putting down a cyber mine, um, and that way, it's actually one of the only pieces I found in the game that can force your opponent to reveal hidden information. Because while you're a camo marker, you do still set off mines, um, but as a camo marker, you don't tell somebody whether they're hackable or not. The mm-hmm. cyber mines, for them to go off, uh, you need to know whether that camo marker is hackable. Yeah, and um, I think that's the, interesting. The Aruna mm. is a really cool unit. I think when it first came out, I was like, I really want to run ALF or OSS just for this unit because I think it's really, really nice. Like, it's not it's not obviously great, but I think what it brings to the table is really unique. It, it's, I, it's like, not, I like seeing that with CB profiles. Yeah, it's not bad. It, it, it's not bad. And on the, my practice games that I had, it was actually very effective of keeping people away from my um, Marine. I was also afraid of things like... Um, uh, because it's three models, it allows me to do three discovers against, a, let's say, a speculo. Well, does it though? It's one model though. No, it's G synced. Yeah, but it's like one, like it's it's one arrow counted as one profile. So that surely that thing can only discover once. No, oh no, no. As in, like, yeah. If if, if I fail, I can't oh, rediscover can't anything right, like that. Okay. But it gives me three dice rolls against right, okay, something. So- um, to discover it. Interesting. Didn't think about that. We'll have to check. But carry on. Um, yeah, and then the rest of my list was just two the- net rods, two eight-point flash pulse spots, yep. the Gima Sniper, and the Shuka Boarding uh, Chain of Command because I have no luck with the Marut. Maru. It, mm-hmm. just, it, it, it just goes down so quickly. And I, I honestly think it's because I'm just not quite there yet. With using tags, right? So it's lim- limited insertion. Yes, limited insertion. And you had pro- proxies. Sorry, did I, did I hear you say proxies? Yeah, proxies. Yeah. So Mark one, uh, two, and five. Mark one, two. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So, um, 
Started, started, started my first turn well, managed to run up my Mark 5, got rid of a uh, Warcore, got rid of... Um, what was uh, Hector running? Corregidor, he's one of the Corregidor players. So yep. he had a, a mixed team of like Aguaseals and Wildcats, a Gecko, um, a couple of Camo uh, tokens, a, a couple of Hackers and, and Order Monkeys and... Um, McMorrow. No, no, McMorrow. Oh. Uh, what's his face? Um... Senior Massacre with two Jaguars. Yep. Okay. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so first, first ten went okay. Got up, got up and killed his uh, uh, tag with my Ford Observer, oh, my yeah. Mark V. I mean, you got four SMGs up close. Wow. He was out of cover. Yep. Yep. Um, and that was, and then I, I ran up my Arjuna, kind of wasted it trying to shut down both the Jaguars as well as get rid of his data tracker. Okay. Who was um, Senior Massacre? Sorry? Who was Senior Massacre? Who was Senior Massacre? Well, like, who was who was his data tracker? Oh, he, no, his data tracker was... Um, uh, uh, was it Lupe Balboa? Oh, yeah, Lupe, yep, okay. Um, who was yours, incidentally? Marit? Oh, it was my Marit. Yep, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Senior um, And then he, his first turn... Um, his, his first turn went okay. He recovered uh, pretty well. He actually got to use Minesweeper on my net rod that um, scattered almost into the line of sight of his eight-point baggage bot. Yeah, Minesweeper on um, the net rod. And then... My, oh, and then the biggest the the biggest issue I had is not as my uh, Mark II and uh, Agima Sniper just went down to his Wildcat heavy rocket launcher like that just really just oh, gone. that sucks um and which is annoying because i've probably had about 80 percent of the games i've played those two will just waste my opponent's entire turn but they've just had moments where they just go down they're gone like a person just has the right tools at the right time and gets well, just, just, it's good just enough bad dice rolls. rolls, you know, like, I mean, you know, you're one dice. I mean, he's, like he's, he's, he's and... all credit to Hector. He's stacking them in his favor um, yeah. to get them right. They went down and after that, my game just fell apart. I just, I made a mistake with my Marut. I walked it into a pitcher. Um, then, of course, I have to walk it back out of the pitcher, which is another uh, order and another uh, chance for him to disable it. I got lucky enough that it wasn't disabled. Um, I just... Couldn't deal with the. Um, could you have shot the pitcher? Was it in a place where you could have shot it? Yeah, but then I f- I would have to have foregone uh, my reset. Reset. I was yeah. And he was could, he had. Once you, once you walked out of pitcher range, could you then have seen it to shoot it, or was it a point where it did, like, didn't matter like, at that, at that yeah. point? I I knew I knew what was happening to me. I knew that it that my my like the rational strategical yep. part of my brain was just shutting down. Um, the Marit went down. Um, he, on his turn, uh, finished off the Marit. So it went unconscious. He finished off the Marit. What did he finish it off with? Uh, it just that Wildcat heavy rocket launcher just didn't just, work. Just yep. doing, doing, um, doing the things. I, again, I couldn't, I just couldn't. This is what I'm saying. I, with my Marit, I just couldn't pass an armor save. I'm in cover. Oh, no, I'm not. It doesn't matter because he's templating me. Nine armor, I just couldn't uh, manage to. Uh, Pass enough armor saves. He just walked on point seven nil to him. Well, okay, yeah, not. Uh, I mean, I guess like there were no losers in that game because the Victorian won. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that that was that that was. Well, 
I, I wonder how much damage I did to Victoria's chances. Uh, um, it's the first game, mate. I mean, you know. No, it was, it was more over than the, the weekend. You think over the entire weekend, considering I had three games against them, and you, you'll see what I'm, you'll see uh, what I'm talking see, about. I see, I see. Okay, so uh, round two, John. What was yes. round two? Round two was um, what was round two? I have round, was a I, round two I, was a masking. Really? Was it? There, it that was, early yes. on? Okay, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, you're right. No. So yeah. I played uh, David Hayden, uh, one of the, the local. So I did, I did another, face another, a Victorian. Did face I, a Victorian. I, I think I didn't, but yes, I did. I did face a Victorian. Um, so he, David's not been playing super, super long. He's sort of been in and out of playing. Yeah, he was he, playing. He was back in the in two, in two days. Possibly, maybe. yes. Yeah, he, he was playing yeah. a limited insertion foreign company list. Oh, wow. So he was playing nice. the A-team so, um, so Jackie, Jackie of, would, would, be, would be proud then. No, Jackie, yes. Jackie was also. Jackie was also. Yeah, yeah, so she was yeah. the other, the other yeah. foreign company player. Foreign player, player yeah. um, so, um, I, I was playing obviously the same list mm. um, as in the first round, um, but uh, actually no, I wasn't. I wasn't. No, I was you, playing a slightly different list. Canabine. I was well, playing my specialist list, which is canabine because it's a specialist mission. Yeah. Um, so basically, the difference between my two lists was that I swapped out the um, the HMG. Uh, Sucky all for the uh, Gal Rail Spitfire. It just uh, and then I've also got a Clipsos in there mm. for a specialist to, ah. to push buttons. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Drawl obviously is a specialist operative, so he can go also go push buttons. So um, I ended up uh, going second in this game. Interestingly, uh, he went first. Didn't do a lot in his first turn. Uh, my Sucky missile launcher. He took the Symbiomate off my Sucky missile launcher, uh, but didn't manage to. Um, to put it down, mm-hmm. he he did a couple of other things. He would probably say, in hindsight, that he perhaps pushed a bit further forward with a, um, I want to say a zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it would be a zero. Yeah. Uh, or or a clock man. Yeah, the zero um, special obviously specialist um, hacker. Yep. That um, trying to push buttons uh, pushed a bit further forward. Did spend a few too many orders on that, given it was a limited insertion list. Um, coming against against Toha, who can be quite durable. Especially with the simulates and the inactive simian armor profiles, all that kind of stuff. You know, take a wound off them; they're still alive. That you, yeah. And so, yeah. Um, was it? Sorry, just curiously, you were saying the A team. So, was it actually the full a full A team? It was the full A team. Yeah. Oh, it actually took yeah, all right. four it took of them. The full A team. Yeah. Oh, I like so, it. So, what was it? So, was it Han- so Hannibal, Laxmi, Mas- Senior Massacre, Mas- and, Massacre uh, and, and Valkyrie, Valkyrie, and then an orc, and then an, no, a, a, um, bolt. a bolt, a bolt, a bolt sniper, bolt sniper, and that that was perhaps his mistake. So he deployed his bolt sniper out of cover okay and so he he stood up with the bolt sniper that was when he took the the mate off the um succure missile launcher because yeah. we had a, a thing off he won the roll but i obviously tanked the armor save because mm. i'm in cover yeah, armor nine yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then but then the second one he he did it again um and i managed to take his sniper down i i think i hit with both hits both both missiles against okay. him um, and so that took the bolt sniper down. Yeah. Um, and at that point, then obviously it was only a four-man link, and then he was sort of he ran he ran the link around, left them. I don't mean this quite the way it's going to sound, but and it was a perhaps a slightly newer player mistake. Mm. He left the link um, all against a building. Right. Oh, as in a, in a line. In a line, shop, all against the building. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I, I did I, say I, to him, "That's possibly not the greatest idea. Are you sure you want to do it?" And he said, "Yep, yeah, that's fine. Okay." So, so my turn. First thing I did, clip sauce, which was deployed just before the halfway line, so I didn't have to roll for it. Um, so I ran around. So I had a clip sauce with a boarding shotgun. Of course you did. Um, and so I went, "Oh, I'm just going to 
go and shoot that those people, and so that that sort of took out. I think two of the members of the link in one one order. Um, yeah, we have to do it once. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so that that kind of particularly given he's running a limited insertion list. So what else uh, they have? Is that that link link team a zero? The link team two zeros. Two zeros. Yeah. Um, and a couple of I can't remember exactly what else he had, but it was a couple of other mooks. Um, yeah. Well, I don't have many cheap things. The cheapest dude to securitate, and they're still expensive. Yeah, okay. but you know, he, he given that he'd had the the A team and the zeros, he didn't have a probably didn't have a lot of points for for other stuff. Yeah, um, I don't know, like because like really the A team's not that expensive mm. when you factor in like Senior Massacre's not that expensive, Laxmi's not that expensive, Valkyrie's not that expensive. Like they're not really that expensive. Like you know they're only like what between twenty high twenties to low forties. I'm assuming Hannibal yeah. was his. Uh, yeah, Hannibal was his lieutenant. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, guess, um, I mean, I guess, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah but anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, and so anyway. I, I ended up managing to kind of not quite decimate, but I took probably five orders off him in my first turn okay, and yeah. managed to push the button and reveal the, um, oh, the, the target. actual target. Ah, bummer. In round one. I didn't manage to kill it turn one, but at least I knew who it was. Yeah, it um, makes a... It's 2.10. It makes it, makes a, okay, it's 210 points for that. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, it's pretty expensive. So... Um, yeah, because that's like really one of the one of the things that really changes the game in uh, that mission. It yes, really. Yeah, like if, if you yeah. discover that dude mm. on the first go, you're like, sweet. Everything else can just wait. I'll kill this thing first. I mean, to be fair, he in his first turn, he did actually manage to reveal my designated <laughs> target too. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, I I was not playing the mind games because sometimes with on that mission, I like to I like to have somebody that's really really well defended that looks like it should be the real one, yep. and then make it one that's Still reasonably well defended, but not quite as well defended as the, the sort of yeah. the, the mm. one that seems more obvious. But I actually went with the way the table was laid out. I I did I did make it the one that was probably the hardest for him to hardest get to. Hardest to get for, yeah. Okay. Um, you know, I because I, with that list also as well as um, swapping out the HMG for the Spitfire, I also have um, baggage bots galore because the Toha baggage bots are ten yeah. points. They've got heavy flamers, so I'm just going to put. Heavy flame templates. Looking at my designated target, you you come you come for my designated target. You're going to get a lot of flames yeah. before you get to see him. Um, so that that was the that was kind of the, the way. So he he revealed mine. I revealed his. Um, his second turn, he he tried to take out some of my stuff. Unfortunately, didn't manage to to do a lot. Um, and then my turn two, I pretty much uh, sort of ran ran riot, and he ended up with I think one or two orders in in turn. Three, okay, um, and so I managed to get a ten 0 win. Yeah, okay, well done. Yeah, so you, yeah, so you killed his thing. He you, he obviously didn't kill didn't yeah. kill yours. And it 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 sounds like it was a, a tabling. It really wasn't. Mm-hmm. They there was actually sort of turn two and turn three. He he did a couple of wounds, you know, a couple of things to me, getting rid of some of my dudes. I got rid of a couple of his, um, but it was it was closer than the score possibly suggests. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. All right, Jacob, what about you? Uh so I took. Uh, my second list, which is vastly different than my than my other one, as you can probably it has imagine. No Marut, I assume. Yes. So I was playing around the, the idea of taking Achilles to uh, CanCon, but with show of force and unmasking, it it, it makes uh, an Achilles list a bit too unwieldy. There's too many orders potentially that need to be used in. Um, uh, unmasking to have him there. Right. So my second list was Shakti as my lieutenant, who's the Yadu character. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I, she's H- very good. Yeah. She is. Um, and I found out she is uh, quite good. I had uh, Yadu NCO with HMG. And I'll go into how those two play together. Uh, Dart, a Netrod, uh, the uh, 16-point Myrmidon, the Agima Marks, um, uh, Marks with multi-sniper, uh, Mark 2 and a Mark 5 only. Um, and I, I did that because I, I don't really have anything... Oh, actually, I did that because I... Not that I don't have anything to repair. Mark 2 Sniper or Mark 2 Hacker? Mark 2 Sniper. Okay. Always Sniper. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't uh, really uh, sniper, uh, then I had two One was the Ford Observer. One was the Engineer with the Yudbot attached to it. And then a Flash Spot. The Yudbot stands behind, in, in my second group, uh, Zion uh, HMG, like TRBot. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I've got another flash pilot spot and the um, Shulker Chain of Command. Um, so the the main idea of this army is there's a lot of forward deploying level one um, or forward deploying level one or forward deploying level two specialists. So because um, all the Yadu, while they're sort of they're pseudo heavy infantry because of that medium infantry profile, they get to move up that extra four inches which but is is the is shakti that as well she yes oh. is that well. so it's it's huge mm. uh, well for a mask that's as far as you can go anyway yeah exactly four inches. right and you get for free essentially yeah um i played uh i played ed so another victorian ed, who yay. was yeah. taking the trash pandas trash pandas. Yeah, trash pandas so he's playing beautiful uh, play, beautifully painted army yeah he's well, like, and it was uh Ed was playing Drews. uh i won the roll off and opted to go first uh, um, and it, the first turn was getting rid of a TR bot that he uh, that he had. I just surprise shot it with um, proxy with, uh, with, my, uh, with my proxy sniper. Um, yeah, because at that point he probably would have been on twos. No, it was on zero. He, he couldn't it's even get twelve. Yeah, yeah. I, I managed to get him outside of cover, thirty-two. Cover oh, right, range, okay. Range, yeah, I was just thinking. Sorry, I, I was technically, thinking. I think he's at. I think he's at minus with surprise shot. He's at minus fifteen. I know you can't go to minus fifteen, but it meant that every subsequent shot was minus twelve. If if yeah. I happen to have missed, yeah. so that was really lucky for me. Um, neither, I don't think either of us uh, ended up playing uh, any sort of uh, mind games. I pushed Shakti up, pressed the button. He had a when you when you say you didn't end up playing any mind games, you know what the biggest mind game you can play in a masking is, and it's, it gets me every time is when what? you is when you just randomly assign your designated target. <laughs> That's the biggest mind game when someone because yeah. I've had some I've had someone do that to me before where he just goes, "I'm just gonna do any meeny miny mo." Can you just turn around for a second? What? No! He just whips out a D6 yeah, and go, yeah, goes, like, one, two, one, is two, that one? Really three, four, nothing. is that one? Five, six, is that one? And it's such a mind game because yeah. he could not do that. He could roll it and he'd be like, oh God, which one did he? Which exactly. one did he? he rolled the two. Which one's the two? Nothing right. matters. And then, nothing matters. You, and can't, then, you can't read them. They're unreadable. Yeah. They're unreadable. I, 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 I Sometimes I do play with the idea like they're in all equally either good or bad positions and just go, oh, so I wish I had a D6 on me right now. Yeah, I would have just yeah. rolled it. Um, anyway, so yeah, uh, moved moved Shakti up. Uh, she pressed the button. Being uh, being a hacker, right? She's two dice on seventeen to uh, flip the button. Uh, managed to flip the button, and he's got he's got two in like sort of a fortified position that could have been either one, but one of them was essentially had 
wall, uh, a wall to its one side, wall to the other side. It's back against the wall. Had the entire Druze team looking at it. So I thought probably going to be that one, and it ended up being that one. There you go. Um, but with the Dru- with the Druze link team there, I wasn't, I wasn't quite sure. I didn't want to throw Shakti at them. I'd already seen the detriment in the last game of just throwing a, a thing away when I think they've done their job. She has the Mark 12. Yeah. She has the Mark 12. Um, so I, 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 I got a bit lucky dealing with that fighting. What I ended up doing is took my Ford Observer Thrakatai, who has a 360 visor, ran it up the field, had it touch the other button because you still get points for yes, touching more yeah. buttons, killing more decoys. Running up now. The idea initially was that I was going to run up to the Druze and start shooting in the back with my SMG. I thought I'm going to play the objective here. I'm going to do the smart thing. So the this Ford Observer was on the for, for me left side of the field. Touched the left button, went up to then revealed the left uh, decoy, and decided. And I decided that. What instead of going and dealing with Drews, I would go up, I would shoot the uh, decoy with the SMG, and then uh, suppressive fire everything. And at that point, I had probably taken maybe a couple of orders off him, maybe one or two orders off him. We got to Ed's turn, um, and I think the biggest the biggest mistake he made in this turn is he fired a picture at. Um, Shakti to try and get rid of her. Yep. But Shakti's killer is a killer hacker for one, so she doesn't get the minus three for hacking back through a repeater. Two, she has a um upgrade which is sucker punch, which is about the best ARO hacking uh program you can get. It's damage seventeen, double trouble, minus three to your opponent. Oh, that that's horrible. Right. He made the mistake of moving his fire team which had a druze hacker in it without the hacker being the link team leader so the only thing you could do at that point was reset so in this case i went with uh skullbuster which is plus three to me uh rolled it it's uh oh it might be breaker anyway it, it it rolled knocked out the hacker that was sort of where it started to go uh, downhill. Um, I got really lucky with my, uh, I got really lucky with my Agima being in cover uh, against the like HMG and all the stuff that he threw at me in the Druze. It passed all, all of its armor saves. Oh, that's right. He um he threw a clipper at me, but he had the smart missile launcher clipper, who, who which doesn't have a template and only does DAAP. Yeah. For a three armor guy, I only lose one armor. I'm five armor. Um, and I think it's damage fourteen. Yeah, the, damage fourteen. The, the yeah. spot missile. Well, no, they're, well, they're both damage fourteen. Well, the damage you can get damage fifteen no, on a missile launcher with hit mode. No, okay, well, it's okay. just AP EXP. Yeah, EP And then yeah, so past that, managed to kill the clipper. Then he sends the so he's he's obviously and his dice rolls were not being kind to him. Yeah, he comes out HMG. A gun the HMG. That was his data tracker as well. Um, and so yeah, it was just a case of uh, taking out a whole bunch of his orders, and, and unfortunately, Ed not getting much done in his turn. 
uh, managed to get rid of my Ford Observer who was on Suppressive Fire. Uh, second turn, and that is pretty much the, uh, really the last turn, revealed all of the, the, the last decoy with Shakti. Now, the reason I had Shakti as my lieutenant and the NCO is while I don't have like Strategos level one for that extra order, I want to move that NCO. You Being able to, to use feed that it lieutenant that order, lieutenant yeah. order is huge. Um, pretty much just ran my HMG up, uh, shot a couple of things, shot the... Um, the first decoy, then went out to kill the uh, designated va- the what's it called the designated target designated the, the target. actual one yep yeah um, unfortunately uh, I didn't get the ten nil win because I to ensure that I managed to get that on that turn I had to leave my um, I had to leave my data tracker out in the open. Which would normally be a really bad idea, except I think it took about five orders to kill her, and she managed to kill her his lieutenant. Um, so yeah, it was it was a, it was a good game, um, but yeah, Ed's dice were not kind to him, um, and I think it was in that particular instance a really bad matchup as far as the board and the um, armies go. I was able to cover a lot of long range with my sniper. And I just don't think his particulars had a lot of long range to come back at me with. Okay. Yep. All right. So the final game of day one was... Acquisition. Acquisition. Mm. John Boy, take it away. So I ended up playing uh, Harrison from, I want to say, Newcastle or Sydney. He, he's one of the... One of the New South Wales guys, I'm not 100% sure. I'm sorry, Harrison, if you're listening to this. Um, he was the uh, Caledonia player. Hey. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was a it was a it was a very very interesting game. So we both had armies with um with plenty of stuff that can run and be close close in firefighting things with you know flamers. I've got flamers. He's got chain rifles. Yeah. So um, basically, it was a it ended up another one of these really really close games. We both it was really good back and forth. Um, yeah, you, I ended up going first because I lost run, the lieutenant roll again. Did you run Kaden? He did not run Caden. Oh, no, I know. But Caden, Caden's great, and yeah. You know, I mean, oh, the, the if I was standard. if I was playing Caledonia in show of force, I would be running Caden hundred percent. Just yeah, go yeah. berserk. Him and Harris just like deleting tags. Yeah, it's like because yeah. you've got T two close T2, combat yeah. weapon. He's, he's the one that can Harris with the wolves. Wolves, right? yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, but also he's got a T two close combat weapon, and he can berserk. So he could be hitting on thirty twos. Yeah, him in. Bloody show of force would be terrifying. Yeah, critting on yeah. eights. If you get your buddies in there, <laughs> yeah. your burst three, critting yeah. on eights. But with T two, and then your <laughs> tag is dead. Yes. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, anyway yeah. so it was a very, very interesting back and forth. I managed to uh, murder McMurder um, oh, yeah. on my first turn because I ended up having to go first because I lost the lieutenant again. Um, it was that was a theme for my weekend. Well, he went. But he general. let you go first, so I well, guess acquisition. You don't. Uh, you want. You want to end up being. Well, so I can I mean, control the the, the thing at the end. He's not on the table anymore. Then it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. except that um, ends a retreat. So then you get no well. Chance. That that becomes that that's where this game became. Oh, interesting. both of, both of us. Okay, go on. So, um, so it was a very back and forth game. My second turn, well, my my last turn, I ended up putting him what would have been an entreat. He had William Wallace as his lieutenant. Inspiring leadership means you ignore retreat. Oh, oh. there you go. I did not um, know that. I didn't know that either, and. Um, that basically had left him in, left him enough orders, including his lieutenant William Wallace's lieutenant order, to get up and manage to 
survive. Uh, he basically, I had one thing that could shoot him once to get to the uh, the box at the end, because mm-hmm. um, everything else that I had that was on suppressify covering oh, the box, did unfortunately, it. had died. Um, I managed to do an, a wound on Wallace, but he has no wounding cap, so he basically ran up and touched the box. Um, with the, the last, literally the last order of the game. He was a data tracker? Or? Uh, he was the data oh, tracker. Oh, uh, so that ended up being rough. a 5-1 win to him. Oh. Went, from, went from a, uh, probably, I think it was a, probably a 1-0 win to me because I got my classified and he hadn't, mm-hmm. um, to a 5-1 win to him with that last order. That that was the theme for my weekend. It was the, the, the games that I lost, and there were many of them, um, <laughs> ended up with, they were basically like second last or last order. Just the, So, you know, I... I feel like I should be annoyed about it, but I can't be because I don't think I could have played the game much differently. It was yeah. it was a really really close game, really great game. Um, Harrison's a great guy, um, and actually playing him made me go to the second hand stall. And when I saw there was a box of Caledonia and a box of Galwegians, I was like, "Oh, hello!" And so I, I've actually picked up some uh, some Caledonia to get into for a, a, maybe a bit of fun this year. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah. yeah, so I, I lost that game five one, and it, it was a really, really, really great game, and I, I, I couldn't have had more fun with it. So excellent, that was good. no, that's good. That's always good. it's always good to hear uh, good, good close games, even if you did go down. All right, Jacob, uh, last, yeah. last game of round uh, day one. So sorry. I played one of the Morat players, Jeremy. I cannot remember his last name, unfortunately. Uh, okay, a really good game. So uh, we had a. I took the this I took for unmasking uh, again, mm-hmm. uh, probably because there's uh, touching buttons and there's no disadvantage. Um, kind of an alif for taking lots of um, specialists because they're all pretty well armed anyway. Um, the, the this is probably one of the biggest times in which I got to use the terrain to my advantage uh, because. I played in a very dense map with lots of buildings to go in, um, and with the 16-inch uh, deployment in acquisition, I could get a lot of guys almost completely to the uh, first half or the like half halfway up the table. Mm-hmm. Um, I won. I won the roll off. Opted to go second. Had him deploy first. He managed to get a um, zero. I think that's what they're called, the infiltrator, up yep. um, up to my 12 inches, uh, up to my deployment, uh, sorry, my 16-inch deployment zone. Oh, so he, he rolled for them. Um, yeah, he rolled for it and he actually got it. Um, he also put a, uh, what are the snipers uh, called? Yo- the Yogat sniper? Yogat MS- uh, MSV2? Yeah, MSV2 yeah. sniper on a, like a big uh, perch. Thank I I. I I didn't really realize this until I got into a sort of situation like this. But what that meant is that the infiltrators right up in my face. I put both my engineer, um, my uh, engineer Thragatai and my Ford Observer Thragatai looking directly at the um, the Zerat. And with the sniper uh, being pretty far up the field as well because it's uh, medium infantry. Yeah. I grabbed my uh, Ford Observing uh mark five prone put it looking at him uh, looking right at him so the sniper can't do anything uh either so okay so section eight deployment zone you obviously the four deployed he four deployed so you're like really close to each other yeah very right. close yeah, we so- started off pretty much i reckon within eight inches of each other for a lot of these models wow okay um because uh the 
for deploying on uh, f- on the Mark V is for deployed two with sixteen inches. You get up to halfway. 20, yeah, twenty four. Yeah, and he's like um, on. Tw- he's on twenty. He's on much, twenty. So, yeah. so we're yeah within four inches of each other. Um, and with that, I shut down. I think mainly what his first turn gamble uh, was, which was it was a, a Red Fury Zerat, so it could do a lot of damage to me as well as the sniper. The um, Sogarat, uh Foyback, Full Auto, uh, is what he opened up with. Took out both my snipers. Sad, but I kind of did that to waste time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the rest of his turn was trying to get rid of uh, the Thrakatai and the Ford Observer that was uh, looking um, out at, at him. And unfortunately, that didn't get quite go his way. His... Um, uh, Zerat uh, didn't beat my uh, Flash Pulse, and the two Thracker I just tore her, uh, tore her a new one. Oh, the the the, the other Zerat, yeah, 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 yeah. Zerat. So I just I just had I had a chain rifle and a, a Nano Pulse. Just bam, straight away, okay, yeah. it's, it, it's it's gone. Um, come to uh, the last turn, he's pretty much only got a um, Harris a uh, Harris of. Uh, uh, Rodox left. Oh yeah. Um, well, we turn turn one. So okay, yeah. Right. Yeah. So there, so turn two was a lot of maneuvering, getting uh, stuff into pos- uh, position for that turn three push. But what was left was uh, two uh, Rodox, a HMG, and one that had a combi rifle. I have had, and I had lost all my MSV. I only had Dar, but she was on the other side of the table. I've had the worst time trying to. Get, pull out, like get rid of a suppressing fire, uh, suppressive fire, um, Rodok HMG Rodok with a uh, oh, just anything in suppressive fire with yeah. mimetism in cover without being able to get rid of that visual mod or the cover or get rid of one of those oh, minus yeah, yeah. threes. It can be an absolute nightmare to get rid of them. Yeah, you're pretty sure. Um, yeah, so I happen to have my liaison officer in uh, controlling the center one. Uh, I had. My unfortunately, my data tracking controlling one of the consoles that I had activated, um, and I decided at that point I was going to put him in retreat. Right, I was going to put him in retreat in his turn uh-huh. and just uh-huh. end it before he could get get there. Except, no, there's no except. Okay, okay. no, I put, like I, 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 I put, I put him in retreat. Uh, the the, the like, uh, Morads don't have inspiring leadership. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I just thought that the 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 oh no 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 they, they stay stop. regular they, they stay yeah, regular that's it. yeah they don't ignore retreat but they 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 don't really yeah. take the effects of it. Yeah, yeah yeah I could have done something else but I was really paranoid about getting something out of cover with MSV three and then suppressive uh, sorry with mimetism and in suppressive mm-hmm. so he manages he manages to secure activate and secure one of the um, control points as well as secure my HVT so at the moment the score is seven to three. However, I had my liaison officer left alive with one command token. Liaison officer is able to do a roll after the end of the game oh, yeah. to get myself a, a um, to get myself a uh, objective point. So while you hate those uh, yep, liaison officers, like it came out strong for me. Seven three to eight three. I got myself a major win. Yay! Congratulations. Well done. Yay. All right. So that was the first three games, guys. Uh, what happened after that? So. Um, uh, as is usual, CanCon and hopefully any two-day tournament tradition, you uh, have a, a social evening after first day to either celebrate your wins or drown your sorrows. Um, so, yeah, 
socialize with some of the people that you don't get to see other than at these tournaments, which is great. Uh, so this this year, into last year, we went to the Dixon Tradies for our Saturday evening, which is not that far away from Epic. This year, we went to um, the George Harcourt Inn, which is that was that was on Sunday. Yeah, that, that was after first day. You mean Saturday night? Yes, yes. Sunday, yeah. Sunday I, night. I'm wrong. Sunday. I'm wrong. He's right. Mm. Um, but you know, the George Harcourt Inn, which is a nice enough place, but it's bloody miles out of Canberra. Right. Uh, it's a good ten minute drive, at least, which doesn't sound like a lot, but in Canberra it, terms, it is. It, far. It, yeah. <laughs> if, it, if it takes more than half an hour to get anywhere in Canberra, it's a fair way. It's far for Canberra terms. But yeah, so um, so it was a nice enough place, a really really nice place. The food was pretty good. Um, the beer was okay. Um, but I'm a beer snob, as I yeah. think maybe I've made clear before. Uh, but um, it was good to see the people that came out. Um, mm. Yeah, we got was to, a good turnout. It was a good turnout, and we got to see people, people trickled um, in, trickled out. Dion, Dion, and Con from uh, Toy Soldier. Um, friends of the show again. We're not um, playing Infinity. Sports, no, who are who are not playing Infinity? So we we, uh, we gave them shit for. They were playing uh, Song of Ice and Fire. They I were indeed. Yes, yeah. so at least Dion definitely was. I'm not sure if Con was actually playing mm. or if he was just there. Mm. There, but um, I think he was actually playing Song of Ice and Fire. But uh, so yeah, that was that was good. Um, and so yes, so we had a, a few beverages and uh, then then came home. Yeah, yeah, you, you were there as well. I Jacob? was there, same thing. Yeah, same you guys, thing. you guys didn't stay super late, did you? I think Julian, no, Julian was cooked. Julian and Angus, it was oh, just a constant of like, I'm cooked, you cooked, oh, I'm cooked, oh, I'm absolutely. I can just cooked. imagine him. I can imagine him just touching his face. You know, <laughs> oh, oh mate, oh, I'm cooked. Oh yeah, gonna go to go to bed. Yeah, gonna take a big shit and then go to bed. You know that. That is my last four days with um, <laughs> just with man. Yeah, just listening to him talk about his uh, bowel movements. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, cool. I, I should say he's he's developed his CanCon like day like CanCon tournament prep, which is to do three shits before you get there. <laughs> I, I, you can't see this, listeners, but I am shaking my head because that 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 is so Julian. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> I normally can't. Yeah, I'm just like I'm I'm bunged up, pretty tight usually on those. Anyway, enough poop talk. Talking to day, getting into day two. Day two, yes. Uh, so yeah, you uh, John, you lead away with yes, uh, game four, which was uh, capture and protect. Capture and protect mission. I actually really like. I I like capture the flag. I I think it's you know it's nice that it's not super specialist heavy. He says playing Toha, who don't have a lot of specialists. Uh, don't, no, we have some specialists, but we don't have the obvious, like, you know, they don't have the obvious hacker. We don't have the obvious, um, you know, the, the ones that you, yeah, you, you, really you don't need it for Capture and Protect. I no. love Capture and Protect. It's one of my favorite yeah. missions, actually. Um, and I played against uh, Mitch, who's another of the New South Wales guys. He was playing Spiral Core. I was playing, so it was Toha versus Spiral Core. Oh, so awesome. that, that was an yeah. interesting, interesting game. Um, so that this was probably my least successful uh, yeah. Game of the the weekend. So you ran your last one. I you ran my last one. Yes, first yeah. social for yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so he he deployed one of the um, the impersonators. I think it was just the regular impersonator. Um, sort of near my draw, who had a symbio bomb on him, um, and I managed to get the carry up and uh, reveal the impersonator. So I went up because obviously the carry's got the biometric visor. So you um, went first. You said yeah. I went yeah. first again. Yes, the, again theme of my weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, Although actually going first in capture and protect is a good thing. Uh, I think I actually won the role this weekend, this time, and I actually chose to go first because the idea really that you want to just go take their thing and run away with it. Um, but um, I got the carry up, managed to reveal his impersonator, and then I ran the draw up 
and so in hindsight, I had the draw about six inches away, and the draw's got six two move. Um, what I should have done is because the draw had a bomb on him, I should have run the draw up and then used the bomb to try and take wounds off the impersonator. Yeah, so please explain how you take wounds off using a bomb. So you use, um, I believe the um, end game is the, uh, mm. the program, but uh, it's the the thing that you can you can use with uh, with yeah. with bombs that takes wounds off uh, off things that have wounds, not structure. So you can't do it with tags. But you have to do it with things that have wounds. And like honestly, this is fascinating. Never heard of anyone use a bomb to or anything. Symb- Symbio bombs are one of those things Symbio that bombs, are great, but yeah. are very little used. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then when, but when you use them, especially the uh, whatever the targeting uh, ferroware is, ferro booster. Yes, yeah. The ferro booster. That's that's a gun. So that's, oh, that's, a, that's, that's just that's a gun a, that the yeah, Kriegel that, has. That, that's that, that's the, oh, that's an interesting yeah. one because even if you. Even if you pass the arm save against it, you just have to be hit by it. Yeah, and you're targeted. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not quite at the Rob Cantrell level of taking weird shit, but I do like doing things that are a bit different. Yeah. Um, but uh, so what I should have done is run the draw up and use the symbiote bomb. Okay, it would be a one a one shot thing, but mm. he would then have to reset against it and That's I get burst two, two damage. Burst 14. two, yeah, yeah, which is nice. Yeah. Um, what I did do is. I used the Cree, uh, the the Kauri submachine gun, which again good range, so it should be yes, plus three range man, so you know, you're hitting on fourteens. Um, but I managed to fail the um, to hit him three times. He he dodged mm. every time, and I managed to uh, fail to hit him three times. Um, I ended up uh, taking him down eventually, um, but then that I just spent too many orders doing it. And so I ended up with not enough orders to go then grab his box and, and run away with it. Mm. Um, which then meant that in his turn, he could run his... He had a draw also, because why would you not? But he had the draw with the um, in a tricor. Yeah, right. And tricor is... Ooh, ooh. Yeah, I mean, if you can't if you can't take out that one model, then it's it's it's, it's a deadly, yeah. deadly force. Yeah. yeah, because he, he's then, he also had the Stratus Cloud up. Mm-hmm. So um, I was hitting him neg three neg one to hit um but he was like in essence having you know tricor being in essence, like having a, a full five man core link um which means that he was that plus three plus three bs which means he was hitting on native 16s um cover all that kind of stuff so he he was pretty much hitting on 16s because you know he'd be gun range band with his ap marksman rifle and neg three for cover so he would be hitting on 16s which is ugh. Four dice on sixteens versus one dice on probably tens yeah. is is not great. So yeah, so that um, he he managed to uh, take out a few things in his first turn. Um, the game just kind of it, it sort of almost petered out from there. It's like neither of us could really do a lot. He managed to get my box on third turn. Um, ended up winning. I think seven. They were end up being seven nil win to him. Okay, good good game, great guy. Yeah, um, but uh, it was the. It was my my worst performance of the weekend, shall we say? All right, and Jacob game four. Yeah, so I took I I played uh, Demian Fitzpatrick, who was playing uh, OSS. Um, so we had, he had the standard sort of lot of thing. Had a Dakini link, uh, so an engineer. He took uh, Absara and a Dunavas hacker, uh, which I, I he's obviously doing to have the redundancy. Um. But I, fi- I found the table that we happened to play on was a really poor table for capture and protect 
it was very open and the points themselves were incredibly open. So the amount of orders that I, because I, I was, I suppose, on, on the winning end of this, um, of, of this uh, match, the amount of uh, <clears throat> orders and how careful I had to be to get to the point meant that I just, I just couldn't quite uh, do it. Um, anyway, so started off, he put his things in position. Um, I think he made uh, the, uh, the slight mistake of he put his Dunavas, Apsara, his lieutenant, and his engineer all within about eight inches of each other. Oh, okay. Um, so okay. very, very close and within view. So very easily to um, start taking out. Uh, put Dart up. Uh, almost, you know, uh, her 20 inches up, started running her um, down the board. Uh, he tried to do a discover with um, uh, with his uh, Dakini. I managed to fail that, which is great for me. Uh, ran over the uh, back of a uh, box behind a Mark V uh, with uh, a Mark V Ford Observer um, and took, I think, four orders to get rid of it. Just could not get rid of um, this Mark V. Just he made the first set of armor saves, turned around, um, would uh, fire at me with his SMGs. I'm still making at least two hits, if not three, and I just could not get rid of him. And I honestly think the fact that I couldn't get rid of him within a decent amount of turns really hampered me for the rest of the game. not, not, uh, and uh, so then managed to re camo dart, get her into that little bunker he had with um, his lieutenant and all of the really important things that will support the um, the Dakini link. Yeah. Managed to get rid of the Apsara, uh, went uh, to look over the edge of uh, the building, uh, that I happen to be on now because dart's got climbing plus, um. And had to make the decision. Now, obviously, I'd been seeing that my dice aren't being... Like, he's making a lot of arm saves. I'm not doing too hot with my dice. So I went all shots into... I had made a decision to do all shots into the lieutenant because I think a lot of the lieutenant's worse than not having a hacker. Then on my very last turn, he revealed a um, one of his, uh, his uh, proxy mark two sniper oh, yeah. who... Uh, mercifully missed her shot mm. uh, shot the um, Apsara only hit you mean the sorry the uh, Danavas Danavas because I didn't want him to do the uh, assisted shot a Dikini no, wait, I, th- I thought you said you shot the lieutenant I did I shot the lieutenant killed it oh That's killed it okay all oh, right. okay next one um, went to kill the uh, Danavas a Dikini all the way across with the combi rifle manages to crit yeah right <laughs> so I'm on no winning cap. Luckily, the sniper missed me. Hit the Dunavas, the last lot of the game, makes his armor save on it. Well, um, how, how, many, how many times did you hit it? Uh, in, this particular, well, in this particular one, I only had enough orders to do one shot. But That's like, what, but like three, three, burst three, though? Uh, yeah, I think I got two hits on it. Okay. <clears throat> um, and But if I, if I had managed to actually take out the um, Mark V when you'd probably expect to take it out... Mm-hmm. I would have probably had two or three orders more to put into that team. Um, Daniel, to his uh, credit, did really, really well in uh, in loss of lieutenant. Um, managed to focus down um, 
Mayagima, uh, dropped the mine and did a whole bunch of uh, whole bunch of other things. Uh, my second turn was about pulling apart that uh, Dakini link. Uh, managed to get rid of the uh, HMG. Uh, yeah, I managed to get rid of I think pretty much the HMG as well as the sniper, and then was hoping to wait until my the third turn to grab the um, to grab the uh, grab the objective. Um, and this is where I think my also my list wasn't quite suited. I had nothing quick, which meant if I didn't grab it second turn, I was able to actually draw it all the way back to my zone. I wouldn't. I knew I wasn't going to be able to do that. But he had a lot of stuff looking at that point. He had the sniper looking at the point. He had a um, total reaction HMG looking at that point. Um, and I almost I almost managed to make it work. Um, however, unfortunately, Shakti, who was my uh, data tracker went down to a suppressive um, CSU. Um, Ooh, which okay. are, sorry? Interesting. Yeah, which again, pl- I'm pointing out how difficult it is. Shakti is a great shot. I managed to move it so that she was, uh, so that the CSU was out of cover. Shakti had to be out of cover as well. That suppressive fire is just a nightmare to get rid of. Even when I'm on, th- like, I'm on 13s, but the CSU is on 12s. Um, and in this case, I couldn't get it outside of 16. Um, and yeah, it's just a nightmare to get rid of anything that puts themselves into suppressive. So uh, a really close game. And, and credit uh, where credit's due, Damien did a really good job when I put him in such a tough position at the very beginning. But with that that three orders uh, mishap with getting rid of the Mark V combined with just this massively open map meant that I just couldn't get um, onto the objective, and it was a three-all draw. Mm. A draw? Okay. Well, yeah. yeah well, well, well. I think done. We, we had to talk about it after, it and both <laughs> of us agreed that the table was not great as far as like playing Infinity. It was a really sparse table. Yeah. And yeah. if you if you ruled that it had some fences, if you rule with holes in them, if you ruled that those holes you could shoot through, there's a, you could very easily put a sniper in cover to be see all the way across the map yeah i guess before you get into your last game john um you can, you can mention it in your last game but like um uh, the table quality five games five games yeah except that one were they all good otherwise or? yeah i had i had one game on a not amazing table it was it was good but it wasn't wasn't the easiest to play on what was uh not good about it oh. um again a bit like jacob had actually it was uh Just i had some open? very open which, which, very open which areas. One was it? um that one? was my table my game five actually um, which, no, which table was it? Oh, oh you can't remember. I can't. I can't remember what the table number was, but it was a. It was a. It was an interesting table. It had some nice bits, but it was. Um, it had a big bus in like part of it. It was. Oh, uh, I saw that one online. Um, they re- I think they removed that. No, no, different table. Oh no! Okay, yeah. so another one. Obviously, yeah, yeah game five. Um, they wouldn't have removed yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, it it had it had some nice areas, but there was just this one bit sort of between my deployment zone and the middle of the table. That was kind of a big open area with not much to hide behind, so it made it very difficult to to kind of get anywhere near. And, and, and other than that one game, were they all pretty good tables? Yeah, my 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 last game one was whoever put it together really doesn't like long lines of fire. He had like perfectly put signs so that if you peered around one corner, you didn't get like a huge 
uh, line of uh, sight. We also played on an interesting bit of train, which is it's this garage, really nice looking garage, but it's really open and you, you wouldn't want to play it as closed. You'd want to play in it. So I got to put a, I got to put a model into this garage and I got to pull the roof off so I can play with it. Turns out this garage has shutter doors and when they're up, they block you from reaching into the garage to move it. That was, oh. um, I actually played on that game, that table game too. Yeah, because yeah. op- you open them and they roll up. Yeah, yeah, they roll up and then right. block you from playing it in. So you have to essentially know the line of sights that you might have with the door and oh. close them when you got a model in there. And then yeah. when you finish the turn, you open it up again. Yeah, so you can see. right. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I saw the photo dump and I would say like the... <clears throat> all the tables were, uh, were were fully painted and they all looked... Mm. They all looked... They all looked nice. I mean, we, did, yeah. we didn't have a map like... Uh, uh, there was only one like f- last CanCon that had a huge tower running. The yeah, there were no, there was no big side. canyon table like there was last year. Yeah, right. Okay, which, which was an interesting table. It's the table I ended up playing on game five last year. Actually, yeah, um, I did not enjoy that game. Not not for my opponent. My opponent was great. It just happened to be his table, and um, it was a canyon table, which is not great for infinity. I don't, person, I don't personally. I think. know you're right. It was yeah, not great. Um, but um, so yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So my game five was um, against Michael Jago, one of the two Jago brothers um, from Sydney. Um, so I, I played a lot of Sydney guys. I think you did. I think it was like at least well, three New South Wales guys. I think he's, I think I played four f- four New South Wales. I showed you three New South Wales guys. Um, then Josh ran one, and David ran two. He's not so, yeah. the one who's playing French. He's the other. Yes, one. no, he's the one that played oh, French. Oh, he's the one that playing French. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So he's one of the French. One of the ones that played French. Um, I so played that, him last year. Good guy. Yeah, good. Guy. Uh, so last mission was uh, quadrant, did, control. quadrant control. Yes. So I took my um, my checks a list with the, the package spots, obviously, because having baggage mm-hmm. is great. You can get that extra twenty points. Um, so it was a really interesting game. So game round round one. He I went first. I lost the lieutenant role again. Um, <laughs> ended up going first. Um, killed a couple of his things first turn. He didn't get a lot done turn one he got a uh, I had a uh, the Toha diplomatic delegate in that list uh, with five points flash pulse things so like a war call just with well, um, a pulser yeah um, and I actually managed to flash pulse three of his link team <laughs> round oh <one>. no <laughs> um, so he didn't get to kill very much in his first turn what was he running uh, curiously was he um, Lugru's or uh, Lou, he had a Harris of Lugru yeah and then he had the the core link of um uh, metros and mobs. Yes, yeah. yeah. He was running a. I think it was a limited insertion list. Interestingly, it's a, I don't know, is that even possible? I, I, <laughs> I, th- I think it actually might not have been a limited, but it wasn't a lot of orders. I know mm, that much. Okay. Um, but I, I know he had the, the his his he had a Harris of the the Lugaru mm-hmm. and the the core of the yeah the regular yeah. regular core um, chasseurs and yes, other things yeah. sprinkled in yeah. Um, but I managed to like flashballs three of those dudes in in turn one, so he didn't manage to kill much. Which so like turn so round end of round one, it was we both got the points for same number of um uh, zones and yeah. with our data trackers. Um, round two went very much the same, not in terms of flashballing, but uh, <laughs> um, not a lot happened. Um, he he dropped. Yeah, first turn he actually brought on the doggo. The extremely impetuous, yep. Doggo, uh, Margo yep. and Jock, yep. yeah. Um, I managed to take a, a wound off it, uh, but I think it's got two Into, two wounds, yeah. so yeah. I he sort of hid it away, um, so somewhere I couldn't easily see it. Um, 
and so I couldn't manage to get to to kill it. But that was sort of a one of those things that um, I had to sort of think about dealing with in the future turn. So I had a McCall kind of closest to it, so that if when obviously he did his impetuous thing next turn, he would run towards it, so I could probably flame him, um, and I wouldn't worry too much about. Um, getting the McCall dying to his two chain rifles mm-hmm. um, because yeah, 13 points okay fine um, but uh, it ends up that he in his second turn he actually um, spent an order to not oh yeah not to actually impetuous. do it yeah so yep. he and so he didn't have enough orders to really do a lot in turn two so turn one turn two went very much the same um, sort of not much happened bit of stalemate going bit, on bit of stalemate um, and then turn three, I had an impetuous McCall because my missile launcher died at this point. Um, so the McCall in that link was was impetuous. He ran up, um, managed to uh, kill one of his dudes in his his clo- one of his closest zones. So I would I had that zone, but unfortunately I didn't have one of my closest zones, um, and I also managed to get. Uh, another different McCall flash pulsed by one of his his Warcore. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I I was going to run up and basically murder his link team, and uh, got flash pulsed by his Warcore. Bugger. <laughs> so on his impetuous order, he ran up, got flash pulsed because I was then going to spend another order to run up and just flame his link team. And it's like, oh damn it. Um, but I did manage to uh, get the clip sauce up on top of the building with the boarding shotgun, and. Um, I got three of his link team in one boarding shotgun hit with surprise shot, which was was quite nice. Uh, but unfortunately, didn't quite have enough orders um, to kill his data tracker, which is one of his Lugaru. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just managed to have that in the zone at the end of turn three, and he managed to kill my data tracker. So ended up being a 7-5 win Ooh, to him. Well, again, again, like second last order of the game, he got that into the, into the zone. It's like, yep. So, yeah, definitely. Like it, it was just the story of my weekend was, you know, other than maybe game four, which was, uh, but again, it still wasn't a. It was seven zero, but it didn't. It wasn't a feel like that. Yeah, yeah. But my most of my like I lost four games over the weekend. I only won, I had one major win and four losses. Uh, but other than maybe game four, the rest of my losses felt like they could literally have gone either way. Any you know, so while. Yes, I would love to have done better over the weekend. I can't feel too bad because I think I played reasonably well. It was just dice luck because I mean the game five particularly. Michael would probably say he got some very lucky crits that you know probably dice that I should have won. He then crit me back, and that, that's what happened. That, that's infinity. Yeah, it's the game. That's dice. Yep. So oh, well. yes, yeah, so I ended up with. Uh, one one major win and four losses. The, the the actual the the sort of the type of losses don't count. But for the record, it was three minor losses. <laughs> <laughs> they sounded like they were. They, yeah, they sounded like they were. Very, they were very close. Um, okay, so Jacob, um, why don't you round off your last game? Yeah. So my uh, and this is what I was saying about maybe I uh, impacted how well uh, Victoria did because my last one was against Russell. Um, so I've uh, currently lost to a Victorian, beaten a Victorian, and then this one I just barely lost to a Victorian. So there, so to, to give a, give an idea, the final score was four three. 
to right. Russell. So really, you should have just thrown the match and given Russell a major. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's playing Varuna, and I, I don't I don't know what Russell's been doing for the uh, last his like practice, but he came in this list, and I looked at it and go, "What the fuck am I looking at?" It was one, two, six camo markers. One and it, it's as it was actually a really good list for uh, the scenario we were playing. It was yeah six camo markers and one machinist who was his data tracker because it was the only one that couldn't could be his data tracker because it was the only one not in marker stack. Right. <laughs> um. So I, because of the way the board was laid out, the only way in which to discover something was to get very close to it. Right. And Aleph don't do well very close up they have a couple of things that do well the the mark five dart um thrakatai uh thrakatai yeah, i could go on nanopulsors out the face uh, i've had so many people pass up, bts saves yeah, on those sort of things. dodge yeah but their real big hitting pieces are like the, the dakinis and the snipers um you know everything with decently uh long-range weapons uh, the biggest thing, is, however, is the way this map was, this uh, board was laid out, is on his side in particular, is in front of his deployment zone is a road, a big, long road, which means if, to get close enough to discover anything, I'm seen by about his entire army. Right. Um, so I decided on my first turn, I would, because most of my things can forward deploy, I knew that I had my, my two zones secured. And it was, I was doubtful that he was going to get through it. So I decided that my first turn would be to try and get rid of his data tracker. Um, Seems fair. So in this case, it was, I got dart on a flank, ran her in, and shot his um, data tracker. Just all shots from an SMG, shock, right into the data tracker, just finish it off. Um, dart didn't survive because the uh, two helots with SMG, SMGs on light rocket launchers. Or shot, like shotguns and rocket launchers, some of the weapons. So hang on, just back up. Yeah. So he he had a machinist on the table, mm. and camera markers, and that was it. Just camera markers. Yeah. But he still had points left for helots. Seems strange. Well, helots ca- any... are the camera markers. But where is the rest of his army then? I don't. I, I don't know how he how the list works. I I, I looked. That's the problem. I looked. Was there at no MSV two sniper? No. It was, was well. I was mean, there, most of the most of the points. There were, was a there was a cutter, obviously. Yeah, it was a cutter. Were, were there two cutters? No. Okay, one. right. Okay. I, I I don't know. Like that's the thing. I looked at his list and go and had no idea what to do other than kill his data tracker. So okay. I'm like, okay, I'll kill his data tracker. Yeah. Um, that did start me off on a good foot because I got two points in the first round because I had my data tracker in a captured zone. He had obviously no data tracker. Yeah. Um, I just, I made, I had two things that worked against me in um that game a getting rid of a cutter is a nightmare oh three things one i couldn't get my agima into a good um line of fire there was no rooftops to that would give him cover to stand him on or to let him go prone so my msv2 in that army i couldn't get eyes on um the cutter the second part was I just just getting rid of a cutter is a nightmare. Armor eight with that minus six to hit it is just 
yeah, I just could I just had to spend a pretty much I had to concentrate almost everything on getting rid of that color. Templates um, and CC. Yeah, I, it, was just, it was just difficult to get close to him. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, like yeah, the, the the way the map was laid out it was just difficult to get close. Yeah. Um, and on the last turn, I made the mistake of not realizing because I had killed the cutter um, in the last turn. I actually got a crit with my sniper on it with its last wound. Um, I should have once I had done that done nothing with my sniper and moved to secure my sides. However, I didn't because I had killed his lieutenant and he had run out of uh, command tokens. I didn't that didn't click in my head. And I decided that I didn't want him to have the Helot's orders. Also didn't click in my head that those are irregular orders. So without any camera tokens, they're useless. That meant that he was able to move a Crocman camo token as well as... In fact, it was just the Crocman camo token into my uh, zone um, and capture it. Right, so it meant that he won the It, it meant that it, the last turn... He got two points, so it went from a it went from three two to three four to him. Ah, yeah, got it. But sounds like a close game, though. It was it was a very close, very tense um, sort of game. Uh, I think the first turn I made the right decisions. Um, it was that last turn, just not realizing all the ways in which the the things had gone right for me. Not capitalizing on that was uh, what led to my downfall. You're a cook, mate. You're oh, yeah, cook. I, I didn't, and of course, like <laughs> I, I, I noticed it. I noticed that he's when not I here, had, so I'm just gonna. <laughs> I noticed that when I had one order left and thought, I can't be, I can't just say, oh, I gotta, you know, this is a tournament, it's CanCon, I can't yeah. just be like, I need to fucking fix up what I've done. So at that point, I was like, I've fucked it. it the game's yours. Ah, oh, well, I also didn't know how much a Crockman was. Yeah, they're not cheap. Well, no, they're, not, they're not. Yeah, they're, they're not. like thirty-nine points. Mm, mm. So that's it. Five games, um, prizes, placements. Where I mean, you, where you, you where, where did you end up? In the I end ended up a massive fifty-second. Yeah, bigger number, better. Yeah, yeah, First, yeah. That's right. Uh, I, I got, I, uh, I got twenty-eighth, which I, I was okay with because just. I wanted. I wanted to make sure, like uh, the halfway, top half, top half. half. So, what did you end up with? It was it three wins and lost. The three wins are uh, three wins, uh, three majors, uh, two losses, and a draw. So completely so, no, two in majors, the middle. Two majors, two majors, a loss, and a draw. Two majors, a loss, and yeah, yeah. there's five games. Yeah, two majors, a loss, and a draw. Yeah. No, two majors, two losses, and a draw. Yes, yeah. yes. yes, that's right. Yeah. Now I can count. Sorry, yes. guys, it's late, and I'm like, I can't count now. So I drive home. Uh, we still got to drive home. Um, all right, yeah, cool. So that was that. Um, like I said, we like said Gavin already took 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 the took the day with the Shazvasti. Yes. Who? Um, what were the other prizes? So who was who was second and third? Do you remember? Um, I don't. I honestly don't remember. I, I really don't Rob remember. Was you know, OTM's probably not that far away, but I mean, someone else can check that. Uh, but no, it was um, it. The, the the most interesting thing that I found was that uh, the way that they did best sports this year, oh, and yeah. perhaps uh-huh. perhaps it's the, uh, um, it a message for next year to do something slightly different, because um, everybody yeah. got the chance to give everybody zero, one or two points for sportsmanship in their game. So best best score you can get is um, is ten points. 
Everybody um, got there were 40, 45 out of the 62 people got yeah. a perfect score for best sports. So we had some. So, we had so some, what, we had I'm, some what we're saying is, those 17 people, you're terrible. Yeah, like it's yeah. I think that was pretty well discussed beforehand. But um, if you're gonna do a best sports zero, one, and two, so is that so? So just to clarify, it was on the score sheet. Yes. Yeah. So yes, it's on so. the score sheet. So everyone got a chance to vote zero, one, two on your score sheet. Now, you know the idea would have been like if you had a good game, it should be a one. If it was an exceptional game, it was a two. But because it's only like you know, no one, no one wants to be given a zero. That's right. Therefore, there's no granularity. Everyone gets two. Yes, and then nothing yeah. happens. So I mean, the, yeah. the only way that it, I think the only way a best sports thing can work is that at the end of the tournament, you have to maybe say, "Well, did you please rank your best three opponents?" You know, so your your best favorite opponent number one, they get three points. What like your, voting in Australia? Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, your your second favorite opponent gets two points, and your third favorite opponent gets one point, and then you know everybody then technically has a maximum of fifteen, but they're probably not. It's not going to be like that because everybody's favorite opponent that they played over the weekend is going to be different. Yeah, and I think I think that's more likely to get you a best sports. Yeah, yeah, person. yeah. There's a few ways we can do it like that. Yeah. Well, that way is great, or just like making it a bit wider like zone going from one to five so there's a little bit more granularity in yes. there and also like making it a clear rubric as well so people yeah. don't like just go well five for everybody because yes. then you're like no yeah. that's not how we play this game uh, but yeah um but you know anyway, that, that's anyway. that's very nitpicky so yeah um, it was yeah. very much uh it sounds like everyone had a you know was 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 good on the day um best painted this year went to tom ball, tom ball it yeah it's yeah. good it was a great army yeah yeah, so. yeah that uh it was the sh- uh, shock army I think so. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was on, on. It's on Infinity Australia. Certainly, it is on Infinity Australia. And uh, I have OTM up in front of me. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know anyone's ITS names. So <laughs> just just uh, say them. They'll know who they are. Yeah. Spleen was uh, two. Micro was third, and uh, Julian came fourth. So well done, Julian. Getting fourth with his with his, with his vanilla Ariadna. Um, yeah. All the scores are probably available, and I'm sure. Gavin will do a full recap on White Noise. Indeed, in, uh, I'm, in a much sure. more structured manner than we do. But that's that, that, that's that, okay. that's not that's not <laughs> that's not what we do. Yes, um, we are the hot take podcast. Yeah. Well, we uh, do we have any hot takes today? I don't think we did. Other than the, the, some of the um, the, the Namur is terrible. Yeah, uh, the yeah. Mukhtar. The Mukhtar. Sorry. Yes. yes. Um, so I think that's pretty much it. I guess you guys uh, do. You guys hang around for the convention after the words on the Sunday. Or do you? I personally, I hung, I hung around on Monday because Monday, um, yeah. I, I play, I do board games as well as Infinity at CanCon because I am that much of a uh, masochist. Mm-hmm. Um, so my wife and I did board games on Monday. That was good. Yeah, I think um, John. I sixed John on combat company to get some models. Didn't have them. Yeah, they didn't have them. And then then I went when I went back to look for other stuff. They packed up they they basically had left by two o'clock on monday so that's a bummer oh wow I mean, yeah. did they did they look like they got through much stock um yes and no i think yeah. they, they bought a lot of stuff but I you, mean, so you kind of can't tell I, I think my favorite thing i won't i won't mention what it is because it's not not important but i went to the uh bring and buy which is like buy swap sell bunch yeah of it's a huge it's a, that's a huge thing at right. huge. um yes yeah. really I, I, really it was almost impossible to get into it if you're playing a tournament on the first day it was just packed line oh, yeah, out line out, out, the, out door the door and so I went, early, I went earlier the second day looked at one thing wasn't what I wanted looked at the second thing I've been looking for this particular model for ages second thing I looked at bam it was it 
What, it's gone or you didn't No, that was it. I was, as in like, I, oh, looked at, right, I picked yeah, up one thing, I looked at a second, I was like, ooh, oh, I've been looking for that us. for months. He's not telling us. Yeah, he's not telling us. Okay, it was a Chaos War shrine. I was going to say, it was, it was an Age of Sigmar yes, thing, yes. wasn't it? Yeah. Was like, so you. the thing that I, I my biggest regret, <laughs> actually, um, I, it's kind of a regret and not a regret from CanCon, is that I saw one of the um, one of the sellers had the original Ice Storm box with mm. the limited CSU. Oh, are you kidding me? For 80 bucks. Oh, and I, I nearly bought it, but then I realized, like, while I like the model and I could probably sell it, I don't need the Pano and the Nomad starters. Oh, yeah, that's a good and point. And so it's like, I and I think Gav ended up picking I think I saw it in Gav's, uh, in a bag that Gav had, and maybe he's thinking about that for Novacore price support. Mm. So, you know, that, that's great. And so I'm, I'm more than happy for, for him to have it. It's like, well, yeah, so while I could have bought it, and then I was like, do I need it? No. no. But they also had... Um, uh, uh, com- uh, sorry, Etherworks had a um, copy of the original N3 rulebook with Chesty McChest uh, limited oh. model, the, the authorized bounty hunter, um, for a hundred bucks. And I was like, I don't need that for that. Not know, for a hundred bucks. No, no. no. So, so there were things that yes, I saw them. And I was like, oh, that looks very nice, but I don't need them. Yeah. But I, so, but I did end up picking up the uh, I say uh, a Caledonia box plus a few blisters and the Galwegian box for. 60 bucks. So I have the, the startings of a Caledonia army. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing it across the table. Yes. The best thing I saw on that bicep cell was the, I'm guessing, first iteration of the Guija. Oh, that, yeah. Oh. oh, yes. That was there. It was the, the chunky. It looks like a little chunky Guija. It looks like a Michelin man. It's great. Oh, that's so, super cute. Yes. All right, guys. Well, I think that about wraps it up uh, for this episode. Thanks Indeed. Uh, very much for. Um, divulging your, your your games, it was great to hear them. Apologies, I couldn't make it, but next I was year. there. I was next there year. in spirit. Yeah. Are you coming to Novacore? I'll be there. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm going to Novacore here, mate. Uh, the accommodation is booked, and yeah, it's, it's next it's next one. Next one though for for Kev and potentially me is um, the next the the next big or next. Two day event is going to be in New Zealand. Yes. Um, yes. Wellington. Putting on the two-day event, and uh, yeah, we'd like to try and get over to support them if we can. Just a few of us are yeah. going to go over. I think, I think, yeah, I think there's a there's a there's a fair few from from uh, Australia going across. I think there's at least five that I know of. It's cool. It's going to be in a, in a, in April. It's uh, they're having a, it's going to be in a brewery, which is great. Currently, I mean, if if there's more people that go, it might end up being in a slightly different place, but it'll so be close to the brewery. So long as there's beer, I'll be there. Okay, <laughs> um, I don't know why I haven't made it to a US event yet because apparently they, they like yeah, on the yeah, be affinity on the Friday night apparently is the thing. To, so I, I feel like we that. should have a um, a an Australian trip to Rumble one day. Yeah, yeah, that will be happen. amazing. That will happen in one day, one day. But anyway, anyway, enough of that. We were going to talk about uh, the, the the Carlos video, but honestly, um, we've run very we, long. We may have to do that next time. So in the meantime. We'll sign just we'll, we'll sign off, yeah. <laughs> I'll go home and get this edited so we can put it up. All right, guys. Well, thanks very much for listening. Uh, you've been listening to Lost Lieutenant. My name is Kevin. I'm Jacob. And I'm John. Good night. <laughs>